This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs, like all episodes of Watch Out for Fireballs, is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and specifically Tara Parker, who sponsored this episode. If you'd like to be like Tara, and you would, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. to watch out for fireballs it is a games club podcast and this week we are talking about valdus story abyssal city which is a metroidvania game developed and published by endless fluff for the pc in 2013 welcome to uh march madness or death march or spicy march <laughs> whatever you want to call this march because this is a wacky march we're starting with two indie Metroidvanias, mm-hmm. of which one of which Cole is cooler on and one of which I'm cooler on, <laughs> and then Ocarina of Time, in which I'm really mad at right now. But we'll eventually find more good things about once it stops fucking trying to get me to care about Gorons. Yes. So yeah, uh, we're, we're I wish every Goron was dead. <laughs> I, 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 would kill, I would drown every Goron on this earth mm-hmm. if I could. Like, just hold their heads under the water until the bubble stops mm-hmm. and, uh, and just... Get them out of my Zelda. You don't even have I to hold them. Fucking they're, sword. They're, they're, they're made of rocks. Like, you can just trick them into going into a lake. I would love to. And they're dumb. Yeah. I would love to trick them into going in a lake. <laughs> like, hey, 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 there's some tasty rocks down there. Mm. But then I would have to do this huge quest to, like, rescue them or get them the air leaf or some shit. And it would just take another, you know, 15 minutes before I got to play the game as I go from room to room asking people who had the air leaf last yeah stuff. no i'm looking stop f- talking to me <laughs> that, doctoring of time so, i keep trying to play you before bed and it's killing me <laughs> <laughs> that, that kind of ends up being to bring this back around about the story oh and that even seems like a good idea <laughs> yeah no um you're just you know we're, we're, we're talking about this month you know we don't do conscious theme months anymore but i think a unifying factor between all of these is that each of these games is more talky than we would like them to be Oh, and very much so. Yeah. And and like how much that bothers you is just down to like, are you here for the flavor? So like <laughs> I I'm not bothered by the talkiness in Axiom Verge because I'm into that world and lore and style and stuff. Mm-hmm. The the talkiness in Valdis story, I mean, we're gonna get to it. They obviously put a lot of care and attention in, into the lore here. This is a you know, a pretty a pretty fully thought out kind of world. Um I'm just I'm just kind of not here for their version of angels versus demons. And to be clear, like I am, more, I think so. Just the preview, yes, of things where it's like I'm a little warmer on this than Cole is. I'm cooler on Axiom Verge. 
Um, I'm not here for the lore of this either. Gotcha. Like that, that should surprise nobody. Um, <laughs> I, am not here for the lore. I just think it's more fun to play. And they're both genres I think are best when they're quieter. Yeah. Like I want a hollow Knight. I want, you know, I want to feel alone in the world and, uh, neither of these Metroidvanias did that for me. Yes. Um, and to the degree that I, I wanted. Yeah. So that, that is definitely a, a theme for this month. Uh, I would agree. And then yeah. also just kind of being, you know, a, a modern Zelda like isn't that different from a Metroidvania in terms of right. the rhythm. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, you know, I've, I've got my, my fill right now of going on adventures to get items that allow me to open doors to go on more adventures. Yes. Okay for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and like, yeah. It, 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 like, so we're, we're kind of shambolic at the start here, um, kind of going all over the place. We're also a little bit more negative. Like, don't, don't mistake me. I, I don't like hate the mechanics of this or anything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's uh i just uh it ended up kind of being well we'll talk we'll talk about it there, yeah, we'll there, talk there's, about there's like, a lot of fun to be had to be had here yeah and i I also this is not like my new favorite game of all time or anything yeah no. like this is you know i'm a little bit more positive on it but this is this is like a 60 40 split mm-hmm. kind of thing um also just uh to get this uh out of the way part of the reason why we're so shambolic and out of it or at least for me mm-hmm. is we're recording this right after doing our weekend uh stream for bernie so yes. yesterday i talked for nine hours <laughs> uh and so now i am uh you know just kind of recombobulating my brain and trying to figure out how to do my job again oh uh, same here uh, after yep. You know, which yeah. is so, it, which is difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thanks everybody to everybody who tuned in. Thanks to everybody who donated. Yeah, we really appreciate you. I'm in all of our community, not just for their generosity, but for the fact that like the chat was fun and positive and hilarious the entire time. Yeah, it was awesome. I was genuinely nervous, not because of our community, but just because it's such yeah, a divisive topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah drive bys. Like I was expecting some people to come through and and be real jerks, but everybody mm-hmm. was like, it, it felt like a very strong reputation of the like you know, toxic Bernie bro narrative to me where mm-hmm. like, you know, here, here's a hundred people just hanging out and just everyone's just goofing. Yes. Like really, really positive and, and, you know, light spirited goofing, mm-hmm. you know, like there, there were some jokes made at like Michael Bloomberg's expense, but it wasn't, you know, there, I did, it, there was no toxicity. Yeah. So yeah. Th- thanks everybody for being you and mm-hmm. thanks everybody for, uh, for contributing. Yeah. We, we, we pulled back about $4,200 against, a um, an intentionally modest goal of a thousand dollars, um, mm-hmm. for the campaign of one Bernie Sanders. Uh, it, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Incredibly also fun. huge special thanks to Nick who not only hosted, but also did a bunch of cool technical stuff. If you go and watch the stream archives or like the, the, the clips, you will see that he did like weird texture mods with the help of some other people to make it Bernie yes. themed, to make dark souls, Bernie themed. It's, it's a, <laughs> it's very fun. I would recommend watching, uh, that if you get a chance, cause yes. the, the thing was fun. We, we were having a lot of fun and also it's a very funny mod and a lot of funny things happened. A lot of those are clips as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it is entertaining. And if you, uh, want to take part in that entertainment and not donate, I am fine. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. uh, just go do it. It's already here. Just steal. It's all right. It's the same way. Like, you know, do ROMs. You yeah. guys can, uh, it exists. <laughs> can it's fine. That. It exists. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so Velda story, this episode was produced by Tara Parker. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we met them uh, this year at Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Mm-hmm. And they made yeah. a, they made a pretty good case for this game. You know, kind of explaining like, yeah, this is, this is something that I really dig. I'm wondering if you guys have played this um, specifically mm-hmm. because of our, um, you know, there's a little bit of souls DNA here. Um, you know, insofar as Souls shares some DNA with like Metroidvania, also like the lore kind of stuff going on. Um, sure. and also, um, we like Metroidvania stuff. So, um, also, also in terms of the mystery yes. kind of thing, like there, there are some hidden mechanics and hidden like, uh, 
event flags that mm-hmm. feel very Dark Souls yeah. to me in, in Valda's story. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic premise of this game is you play as one of a handful of warriors uh, whose ship has sunk uh, when they're like a, a sky ship you know, or this, uh, this surface mm-hmm. uh, ship as they're on their way to defeat some demons. Uh, and they land in this vast underwater city. Yes. Um, that is protected by this- a big dome of mana. So this isn't like Aquaria or something. Yes. Yep. And uh, they end up in part of this kind of proxy war between uh, the uh, for the goddess's original soul. Um, that's also taking place on the surface. There's a lot of lore to this. I read a good amount of it, but I I, I guess this would be a good time to put this here. Mm-hmm. Uh, big disclaimer: this is a complicated game. Very. Um, for an indie game, this is full of detail. There are a lot of those event flags. There are hidden bosses that I only know that I missed because I read about them later. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of little bits uh, I didn't get to. Yeah. You know, for, for one reason or another, either because I had my eye on the prize or because I just missed it because I was mm-hmm. trying to just play through naturally. Yeah. Um, so this was by will by no means be exhaustive, like tons of stuff I missed mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. And also because you are picking between four different protagonists, each of which plays differently. Um, mm-hmm. And each of which kind of looks at the events of the story from a different angle. Uh, that also is going to kind of limit the scope of our approach here. Um, I made an assumption when I put this bullet point here, Gary, but did you also play as Wyatt? I did play as Wyatt. Okay. Uh, there are two characters um, opened you at the start. One is like flagged, like explicitly stated to be for beginners. Um, yes. uh, the other one is kind of more magic or like stealth based, I think. Like, the agility base. Yeah, she's an agility, agility base. She's yeah. a monk. Yeah. Um, and then there is a magic hero. Like, they're different. And they all play very differently. Um, they start in different parts of the map. They mm-hmm. start out with different Metroidvania abilities. Yes. Um, in a way that is extremely cool. Yeah. Like, th- this is a very deep game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, for for you know, the things I like about it and the things I don't like about it, I would never say that it's not deep. Yeah. And the, uh, we are going to skim the, the surface of the, the, those depths. Yeah. Uh, just as a, as a general uh, kind of disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we both did this. Um, this is a side-scrolling platformer, and there is a really, really strong emphasis on combat. Um, and I was kind of shocked at how intricate this combat ultimately ended up being. Yeah, this is this is ultimately the thing that for for me gives me this gives us the edge as far as Metroidvania as I played this month. Mm-hmm. Like I think the combat is very fun. Yes, uh, and this it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the but it is that you know you have a light attack, a heavy attack. Um, you have a dodge roll. It's called a cancel dash, and it does cancel out of animations, but it's also a dash. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's it it's also like it's, it's also a press down accidentally during a jump to fuck up a platforming section button. That that well, we'll talk about the platform. <laughs> uh, you know, but you can you can block. You don't have stamina for block, but you can uh, unlock a parry mm-hmm. uh, kind of system in this. It is pretty robust yeah. um, in a way that reminds me. Uh, you know, obviously the the most famous like I think Metroidvania with a complicated fighting system is guacamelee yeah um i like this much more Mm -hmm. it's like closer to a platinum style character action thing but as a side scroller um even down to the graded combat yes yeah uh and that is something that i uh learned the hard way is that when you fight a boss you 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 want to get an a or an s because that actually gives you extra stat points and things we will talk about that yes at length as far as the philosophy of this game that i have a lot of thoughts about <laughs> that choice. yeah yeah um 
Um, no, there's also a focus system in this. Yeah, and I, I I tended to forget about this, although it is really uh, really powerful. It ended up kind of being my oh shit, I need I like I I need to beat this boss button more than anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, because what happens is, as you deal damage to enemies, you kind of build up a limit break meter. Um, and you, know, you activate this by pressing both of your shoulder buttons, and you immediately uh, regain a lot of HP. Uh, you attack faster um, and uh, hit harder uh is uh is is the thing and you can actually decide to either just like ride out the length of the focus mode or use this really powerful attack called a focus finisher uh that kind of uses up a big chunk of your uh of your meter in order to mm -hmm. you know perform a special uh a, a special feat and those feats are cool like yeah. it's not just uh you know an aoe or what have you even though there are plenty of those like mm -hmm. i end up once i got it i ultimately end up using the summon one yeah. That allowed me to summon a buddy mm -hmm. and and kind of do co-op, which was really cool. Like, again, it's very imaginative for a, a you know, a two person team doing a, an early Kickstarter success mm -hmm. kind of game. Like, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, it's also one of your only heals. Like the heal system in this game is very restrictive. Right. Uh, which, again, we will we will talk about. Mm -hmm. um, it ties into their magic system in this. Uh, there's a, a pretty robust magic system in this. Throughout the story, you'll find these elemental runes. Um, and these uh, you have four different spells that can be attuned to different each element, which basically correspond to holding a button and pressing one of the uh, or being in one of a, a different modes. So yeah. if you're uh, standing, um, jumping, pressing up or ducking. Mm hmm. So if you get the ice element, the ice element can be used to create platforms for Metroidvania, you know, exploration. It can also shoot an ice bolt. Mm -hmm. um, it can shoot an ice bolt at a different angle, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have an immense amount of customization mm -hmm. uh, in in the uh, magic system there. Yeah, and you're gonna want to like mess around with it specifically because um, you know the different straight attacks that you get. That extra angle is really important. Especially mm -hmm. dealing with particular bosses, whether they're you know floaty boys or dually boys uh things of that nature um this is a really deep system and after like an initial like five minutes of being confused about it it clicked um yeah, yeah. this uh, is really good yeah and and in general the idea um you know your metroidvania upgrades in this there are very few like just straight up keys mm -hmm. you know there are a few of them so like the ice platform that you can create is not very useful in combat yeah but most of these have a use Mm -hmm. uh, in combat so like becoming immune to certain um elements can be used in combat but can also be used to pass by those elements in the game world yes um and that's a that's a metroidvania you know feather in the cap that both these this and axiom verge share mm -hmm. we're gonna do a lot of comparison between these two episodes because it's they're the same genre and we're doing them back to back it, it, it begs it you know that they, they yeah. are not directly in conversation with each other um yes you know, however they are both indie metroidvanias that have devoted devoted audiences that were developed by very small teams you know, yeah. uh, so both of them have, I think, a, a good thing in that, like your your Metroidvania stuff. You know, we talked about that when we did Super Metroid, even mm -hmm. um, the best Metroidvania upgrades are not keys. Mm -hmm. um, it should never just be like now you can pass through this kind of door. Mm -hmm. It should be you have this cool new verb that allows you to pass by this door, but also allows you to fight better or yeah. get around better or do something like that. Missiles are keys, but they're also missiles. Exactly. <laughs> that, that is that is key to the the good feel of a Metroidvania. Yes. To yeah. me. Um, something that is kind of important to notice is that this game has been through a few changes um, since yes. it was first released. Uh, one of the major um, abilities that uh, you assume will be in a Metroidvania game is a double jump. Initially, uh, that was tied to a late game spell uh, that you mm -hmm. get. It was like the lightning rune uh, for Wyatt. Uh, they took that and they changed it. You can, you can get it much earlier here. 
but it requires a particular trading um, item, a particular crafting item. Uh, we'll talk yes. about the crafting system when it gets there. So like if you are playing this and you're like looking around for information like, hey, where do I get the double jump? I see all these places I can't get to. Um, keep in mind that forum information might be outdated. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this also can can fuck you over. Mm-hmm. Um, them switching it into an upgrade means that you can use your uh, crafting material to kind of screw yourself out of a double jump now. Yeah. Um, it's unlikely to happen, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're upgrading everything. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that crafting system. I, I don't know if that you have a bullet point for that, but I, I want to talk about that for a bit. I do. Um, uh, yeah, but while we're still a, on the spells, we should talk about the healing. I wish that they're, you just can't rely yeah. on it. <laughs> don't you wish this had an Estus? Yeah, I really do. Like for all the Dark Souls, it, it kind of has lives instead of that. Yeah, yeah. So it's real weird. You, you get, you get potions that are like crystals and they act as extra lives. Mm-hmm. You get, you can, you know, essentially pretend like they're they're an Estus, Estus that's automatically used when you run out of HP. Mm-hmm. Um, but your healing options, you have a weak heal and a very weak heal over time. <laughs> and I was specced for light magic. Like I was putting my my points and stuff into white magic yeah. because of this, because right. I wanted to be able to heal. So I had armor that enhanced it. I had a weapon that enhanced it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working on that, and yeah. it still was never an adequate heal. Yeah. Um, this is coupled with the fact that any damage over time status effect also drains your MP. Mm-hmm. So if you get poisoned, you also lose your magic points. Yeah. Your magic points slowly regenerate as you, uh, you know, hang out outside of combat. Yeah. Led to several situations in which I'm fighting a boss, and uh, I my choice was like kill. You know, I'm I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. Kill myself. You know, and just go for a different rank or mm-hmm. press start and quit and retry um, or uh, just kind of stand outside of the boss's range while my MP. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Just, just just like, OK, I'm going to avoid you. I'm going to stick to the corners and I'm going to gather enough crumbs so I can actually yeah. <laughs> like heal myself for five percent of my overall health bar. And, and I would do that, too, because it's how I play video games. Right. But it's not, you know, the, the people I think people who really click with this game would argue Hey, that means you're already fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, just start over and perfect it. Yeah, because that yeah. that plays into the the grading system of this game and kind of the steez that it wants to go for. Mm-hmm. As far as a bayonetta style, like, please judge me, senpai. Yeah, you yeah. know, kind kind of uh, kind of video game experience. Rank me, evaluate me. I'm smart, smart, and I'm never so and good. I'm smart. I'm ever so good at games. <laughs> like, you know, please, please let me put this on my resume. Um, the uh, and and for me, like having that as an option, yeah, I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. This game, I mean, I'm, I'm, I kind of already started transitioning to this. That's fine. So, That's fine. so I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Um, this game does something that has a poor get poorer mechanic in it that I think is pretty vile. And I, it doesn't actually affect the game very much. This is, so this is something Tara, who, who patronized the game, mentioned. They said, like, hey, just, it does that thing where you're graded by on bosses. I know you don't like that because I listen to the show. Also, if you get higher grades, you get bigger upgrades that are permanent that you permanently miss out on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you know, but actually just playing the game, if you're just playing it on normal, it's not that hard. You don't need them. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Like I, I, you know, got a lot of B's, like, yeah. you know, got some A's, got a lot of B's, uh, in this and was fine, mm-hmm. um, throughout the game. Got it in the end boss would have been horrible. Even if, uh, if I had gotten aced all the bosses before that, <laughs> but the idea that like you get a permanent missable upgrade and there's stat upgrades, mm-hmm. it's like the equivalent of like four level ups Yes, you can get for acing a boss. And then if you don't, that boss is now gone. Mm-hmm. You no longer have the chance to do that is really sloppy and, again, like vile to me. It's it's hostile I, at, the, yeah, at, the, at the very least. I don't least. like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and again, some you know, grade me, grade me, evaluate me. I'm ever so good. Like some people are way into into that. Mm-hmm. And I think if you were going to do that in this, they should have had the ability to retry, like in um, Death's Gambit. Yes. As opposed to the the actual intended rhythm is you know you fucked up, you press start and then restart the fight or uh, or throw the fight on purpose. Yeah. It's like really sloppy and weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, uh, you know, I just, I feel like acing the boss after you beat the boss. It's, it's like, uh, playing for score in Guitar Hero versus playing to get through the song. Yeah. And very different th- things. Very different things. And those mm-hmm. two things don't overlap very well in Valda's story. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not, uh, possible to, to do one on the way to the other very well. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like you basically have to start off with the goal of one and it just, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it, I don't think it's very elegant. Yeah. You know, it, I, just, I, it, it, and it, it doesn't match specifically with my, with the way that I want to play. You know, I just yeah. like in my head, there ought not be a, you know, I'm having trouble finding, finding a way to put this in, into words, but the idea of just like quitting out of a boss run, um, specifically because I wouldn't succeed in the right way is yes. not a way that I would naturally play games. And also, you know, bad on me for coming into this with like weird expectations is not something that's ever really been asked of me in this kind of game. No, um, no, no, it's part of the weird hybrid nature of this. Yeah, yeah. And so ultimately what it feels like is a poor get poorer kind of situation. And, you know, me in the way that like if I design games, I would design them for babies. It would be, okay, no, if you did badly, you need more character or you need more avatar skill in order to or more avatar yeah. power in order to offset your your your, your character skill. There could like be like flair. Different... Like what if you got like a unique hat? Yeah. Or something like that. Oh, like, like, a, unique... like a chicken hat? <laughs> no, I meant when you do good. Oh yeah, when you, when you... like you get sunglasses. Yeah, you know, you get you get to wear sunglasses until the next boss. That would be enough. Like grade me, grade me, evaluate me. I'm ever so good. Yeah, yeah. you know, without actually being a meaningful stat upgrade that you arguably don't need. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, to your point, like you're actually good at it. Yeah. So it just it, it's a poor get poorer mechanic, and I'm generally against those in games. Yeah. And it's 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 a pretty big deal like you said, you know, it's four four level ups that you get if you end up, you know, doing really well on some of these. And it it also it encourages, you know, when you talk about how it not being the way that uh, traditionally play games, what it meant was an experience I had continuously in Valdis story, a game where I was enjoying the combat and the bosses mm-hmm. in this, where I would barely make it through a boss, which should be an incredibly exciting and awesome feeling, yeah. and then have a pop-up give me a C. <laughs> for that and that is that's horrible yeah like i i just i just you know i don't really care what the game thinks of me i just want to get through it mm-hmm. but knowing that i was missing out on a permanent upgrade yeah at this thing that was like very exciting and fun for me and like mm-hmm. i you know barely made it and i was like yes fuck yeah mm-hmm. and then just that wasn't good no no, yeah. no you're actually supposed to just flawless it and if you <laughs> if you were getting to the end to learn it and you weren't doing well the smart thing to do would have been to press start and restart the fight yeah like to me that i I don't know, man. Like, I, I just think that, like, that evidently sucks. Mm-hmm. It feels like it just comes with the universe. Like, your, your humanity kit when you're born should yeah. come with, like, a little, like, thing that tells you that that sucks. <laughs> and and I, I, I can't explain it any more than that. It just feels evident to me. And I know there are people who are fans of it, mm-hmm. you know, but I just think if you wanted to serve that audience, you could serve 
you know, me at the same time by yeah. having that be an optional like rematch mode or something. Yeah. Um, additionally, you know, the criteria by which they grade you. So there are three things that go into your ultimate grade. Uh, there is how many like potions you use. So basically how many times, how many extra lives you, did you have to use for this fight? Yeah. Uh, makes sense. You know, you take damage because you, you, you fucked up. Okay. Uh, there's the time that it took uh, to yeah. defeat the boss. Okay, cool. You know, faster is better than but you know better than slower i get it there's another one that is real amorphous um seeming which is style which is pretty much like how how much did you use blocks and parries and dodges and things like that and like you know in order to beat this fight the the, the requirement for that changes depending on the boss so they're not going to make you be like hey you didn't block enough magic because you can't do that yeah. on this magic style boss. However, that cuts against something that I really want in a game that has, that has this level of avatar customization, uh, which is it specifically is saying, hey, you can express yourself through all these different styles of play. But when you get into the bosses, you're going to be strictly graded on this style of play. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they all work. Uh, they balance out between each other mm -hmm. so sometimes like most bosses in the back half of the game when i thought they were hard i lost multiple lives against so that is you know the reason why i got a lot of bees was because of that yeah you know I, I lose several lives um and that uh they balance out where like you can do well in other like i i parried and and uh parried a lot yeah. in this game i think the parrying is really fun mm -hmm. um and so I would get a pretty good style score, mm -hmm. like low speed, you know, mediocre speed, low lives, good style score, yeah. which balanced out, which got me through the game, mm -hmm. you know? So it's not like you're just being judged by that one metric, but the style metric specifically is a little problematic because it, it depending on the boss fight, is either something that is going to sink you or raise up your average. Mm -hmm. And again, just feels inelegant to me. Yeah. Like that, that feels like a kludgy solution to a not very good system yeah you know a failure of imagination to come up with the best way to do this yeah and you know also just like a philosophical difference to me every boss is pass fail uh yeah c, c gets a degree baby um <laughs> yeah exactly c's get degrees i have an arts and letters degree yeah i know that c's get degrees like it is it is fake i just put in the work right i i, I check the boxes yeah um you know so so like we said, you know, you can get some of those, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, oh gosh, stat points and things like that. There is character progression in this uh, through experience points and things like that. Uh, there are four yep. stats. What is it? It's like it's strength. Uh, strength, agility, magic and luck. Yes. Or int and luck. Into luck, yeah. Um, and each level up you get, you know, one point to put into those. You're only going to level up 20 times. You know, there's yep. the there's the level cap on there or 19 times. Um, so that actually does really matter where you put those. Um, addi additionally, uh, you are you get a point for a skill tree uh, to invest in. And this is a very wide um, uh, skill tree with lots of like dependencies in between the different nodes. Um, and you yes. have a lot of uh, room for customization here. So you went with like light magic and stuff like that for Wyatt, right? I, um, no, no. I mean, I just I did when I put points. So it's they're set up into three. Every character has them set up in three spheres. Yeah. For Wyatt, his is like offense, defense, and magic. Mm -hmm. Um, and but they're different for the other characters. Yeah. Uh, the points I did put into magic, I put towards white magic. I mostly expect gear for white magic. Yeah. For my offensive, I mostly just did uh strong attacks. Mm -hmm. Because strong attacks break guards. Yes. And that ended up being very important. So I put points into things that would 
increase the speed and damage of my strong attacks yeah uh generally and then also a bunch of stuff into defense you know i wanted to i got the parry mm-hmm. you know got things like that yeah so i was kind of all over the place as far as the still skill tree skill tree went uh yeah same um for yeah. me as opposed i did a few of the like strong attacks specifically the ones that would um oh gosh speed them up uh, yes. was a thing uh but uh for my why i end up using basically anything that caused bleed because i noticed mm-hmm. that damage over time was like the difference between me winning and losing difficult fights yeah damage over time is very powerful yeah uh in this yep um the way that uh weapons and armor work in this game is they're not necessarily upgrades they're more like side grades yes um you have a base weapon which you can upgrade um, but you can also find weapons that have different, uh, kind of move sets and styles, uh, mm-hmm. that you can upgrade. And then you have armor that give you different kind of stat buffs at the at cost of different detriments yeah. and they can all be upgraded. Um, we're going to talk about the absolute, uh, trash fire that is the crafting system here in a moment. <laughs> um, as far as weapons go though, I was pretty into the variety of like qualities they had. So mm-hmm. I ended up using twin blades uh, that were white magic aligned. So they boosted my white magic and then they mm-hmm. had a property that gave them extra like air combo ability. Oh, huh. So if I could jump up onto someone I could, or like float, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. So uh, as far as I could tell, and you know, who knows because this game has a real bad signaling problem. Put a pin in that for one second because it's about stats. I want to talk about that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I would jump up and just kind of air combo things oh, and, huh. and float for a long time. You, you would fight uh, like Sephiroth and Cloud in Advent Children. Yes. It was like one Sephiroth versus like a ground-based Cloud or a Fog, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, <laughs> so, uh, But the stat thing I wanted to mention real quick, too, is because mm-hmm. uh, there's some real bad signaling in this game. Like strength is explained pretty well. Yeah. Uh, luck is pretty poorly explained down to uh so i was talking to will uh, of everything to guppy who uh is a big fan of this game gary's friend and he was gary's friend will uh and he he was uh saying that um oh you know one of the things you need to know about this game he told me after i beat it so it, you know he did wasn't doing it on purpose but it, mm-hmm. it was too late to be helpful i um, he's like you know get to five luck and the reason why you want to get to five luck is because it juices the crafting system because you just won't want for components. Mm-hmm. But also, and this drives me up the fucking wall, there's a currency that only drops once you get to a certain amount of luck. <laughs> and that currency is used for a bunch of the trainers in the game. Yeah. So I kept running into people who were asking for ancient coins. And I was like, I haven't found one of those yet. And then yeah. I like was getting further and further in the game. I'm like, I have not found an ancient coin. What the fuck is this? And then they only drop if you have a certain amount of luck. And mm-hmm. that is at no point communicated to you. Um, you know, I was going for like a simple martial build. So I was putting a lot of points into strength, mm-hmm. which is HP and damage uh, for, and I was just like, man, this I'm, I'm 80% through this game. And I just realized now I'm just now finding out that like, there's a currency I'm missing because it's mm-hmm. tied to a stat. And they didn't tell me that. Yeah. Like there, there is a, a, a signaling problem in this game, pretty intensely. Like yeah. it does not onboard you. No, no. Um, and there's also just like an inter- interface concerns that I feel like if this was a bigger team or they had somebody specifically who knew, who knew um, how to, how to work this, um, it might not actually be a problem. But when you talk with an NPC and and, and like initiate any kind of trade, it's very unclear. Like, this is a trainer. This is somebody who is selling you, like, an, a, a permanent upgrade. This is somebody who is selling you gear. This is somebody who is crafting something for you. Um, I have no it, idea. It's, what the, like, it's just, a, like, a way, way, way too many icons is the thing it, of it. 
Yeah, I, I sent Will a message. I was like, hey, can you explain the economy of Valda's story to me? Yeah. Because I, I, it does not explain itself very well. Right. Um, I, I have a, a very rudimentary understanding of it having gone through the game. Mm-hmm. But it's it's uh, tied into this crafting system yeah. uh, that I think is is absolutely dire, uh, personally. Yeah. Um, you Enemies will drop and you will find uh, low-level crafting materials. There is a guy in town who will upgrade those crafting materials at like a 5 to 1 rate, mm-hmm. generally. So like plain cloth turns into process cloth. Mm-hmm. And then you there is a cost. Like there's no money in the game other than those coins which i didn't get right the cost for anything you're doing is just the crafting materials so when you run into a merchant they'll say hey do you want this sword the sword will have a bunch of stats you don't understand mm-hmm. and ask for a bunch of icons you don't understand yeah and it does nothing to like teach you about this yeah and when like okay i'm gonna open up my inventory like see how many more of these things do i need um and when you go and look at it um so each of these items considered to be a different kind of currency it's just it's like a gigantic 10 by 15 grid of all of these yeah. icons with, with the, that only show a name when you highlight over them and how many of them you have and there's no understanding as to what is rare yeah like i can sometimes you can you can kind of infer it like you know oh a big soul of an angel will be more rare than a, a meteor medium soul or mm-hmm. whatever an angel something like that but like in general, the idea between like a plain cloth and a uh, a soft cloth or whatever, I can't remember the exact words, but a lot of times it's very hard to tell the hierarchy yeah. of, uh, of these individual items. And knowing what I had was very frustrating. I didn't know if it was a thing where like they're only asking for one of those. Is that a thing I'm going to get from a specific boss and I'm going to have to treat it like a boss soul and dark souls where like yeah. that's an opportunity cost. So basically like I upgraded things when I could mm-hmm. and didn't worry about this. Same. Uh, and and got through it, but I was missing out on a huge system of the game that, uh, again, you know, the the watch out for fireballs observation of 2019 has huge uh, impact on the world state, especially in a Metroidvania. Yes. Um, because me getting a new upgrade and being able to go check out a nook and or a cranny that I couldn't get before should be a cause for joy. Mm-hmm. And in this game, I find a piece of silk. In Axiom Verge, I find one-sixth of a damage upgrade. Both <laughs> suck the stars from the sky. Yeah, like, yep. give me something cooler for this Metroidvania exploration, please. It has been figured out. Games do it well all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it sucks yeah. in this game, and it sucks in the next game. Yes. Like, you know, so, stop doing that. Uh, like, the, 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 the economy, like, I understand that there is that there is joy in figuring out the complexity uh, but that is a matter of like high ceiling versus where the floor ought, necess- ought necessarily be in order for you not to feel completely alienated by it um, or shut out of entire systems within the game. You know, let alone yes. the fact that like in any game where an economy is in place, it touches every single aspect of it outside of like maybe the narrative, but sometimes even that. Yeah. Um, so like it's really, really important. You know, it's a, it's an important value that it be clearly communicated and it's just not here. And though I ultimately figured out what I needed to do to accomplish what I, uh, you know, <laughs> what I wanted to, uh, still like there's not a lot of joy in there. There would be more joy in naturally working up to it. Um, as opposed to after 10 hours in saying, all right, I'm going to go look this up in a wiki and see which enemies I need to kill to 
bring to this particular person to trade for, you know, to trade the, the horseshoe in for the, for the knight to get the king or what have you. But, yeah. 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 And even then the upgrades you're getting are hard to get excited about, even yeah. if they do end up being significant. Like there, there's a modest amount for every weapon. I think each weapon has three levels mm-hmm. um, and they, they do make a difference, Yeah, but it is not the night and day difference that the system's engagement like feels like it you know, should justify. Yeah. You know, and like, it's like a weird balancing factor in that, like, yes, the argument uh, is that you don't need to optimize to play. Right. Like that is true. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't I wasn't screwed and it would be worse if I was screwed for not engaging with a system that was hostile and, and yes. inscrutable. But it would be better if I could just engage with it and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like just be just, the, you know, something not hurting is not the same thing as it being good. Yeah. Um, you know, additionally, like, yes, it wasn't necessary, but it still made a real difference. You know, yeah, like hitting your head against a boss like, man, I just can't I can't nail this thing. I have no idea. Like, I I, 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 I have nothing to counter his attacks with or nothing to, like, help me get around that. Like, there are upgrades you can get. You can, you know, go to a particular town, have them craft or upgrade a particular, you know, set of armor, um, et cetera. And you go back and you're like, that's the difference between beating it and not. You know, so you yeah. can either invest more time and frustration into dealing with the boss itself. Or you could go and make that upgrade and like, okay, so what do I have to do to make that upgrade? Is it just something that I naturally understand over the course of playing this game because the game like signals me into engaging with that system? Or is it something that I have to dip outside of the game in order to understand? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the next bullet point, can we talk about uh, game feel and platforming? Yes. A little bit? Because that's a, this is a, platforming is a big part of this game. Yeah. And this is something where I think that, uh, you know, just to, to stop harping on it for a moment, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that the way this game feels is good. Mm-hmm. I think that it feels it ultimately conformed into my hands to where I changed. <laughs> like, like it, it, it basically made me like it uh-huh. eventually. And now I like the way this feels a lot. Yeah. It took a while, though, because like, you know how in Metal Gear Solid 2, you're constantly laying down on accident. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I'll just lay down. Oh, shit, I'm on the ground. Fuck, how did that happen? Rolling around in my belly. Yeah. In this game, accidental mantling yeah, is yeah. a huge problem in a way that, like, would never happen in real life. Mantling is, yeah, it seems like a conscious decision you would have to make. Mantling is real, um, is real sticky. It's real sticky and real yeah. snappy. Yes. Yeah. And you, you're, the game is very zoomed in. Mm-hmm. You play a little chubby guy. Uh, it is, uh, like everything is like really chonky and, and like blocky mm-hmm. and your jump arc is like relatively small. Even once you get the, the double jump, yep. you know, that you have and it's, you don't have tons of control over it. The jump feels weird. Yep. It's not, uh, the jump isn't snappy. Mm-hmm. So uh, ultimately I ended up liking, uh, the way that this felt moving around. Yep. I got to where I could just like zoom through levels and it felt really good, you know, even to backtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a long time. Yeah. Which, which to me makes it feel like it, it almost feels like it's from another world with a different set of like antecedents, you know, yeah. it, it's, it obviously works, but it, it's, it does so many things you wouldn't assume mm-hmm. that a game would do as far as this, just in terms of feel. So like the snappy mantling, mm-hmm. the, uh, the general like low bump of the jump arc you know that you have it, the, yeah the, like the, the the jump is a real um it's it's a it's a real strange combination of kind of kind of not being very powerful but also being very floaty you don't go very high but when you're in the air it does 
you know, like your traje- your trajectory is is not what you would expect. Yeah, like a hang time. Yeah. In it. Uh, and that plays into the mantling, mm-hmm. you know, where you like a lot of the jumps are made for that. Um, it is, uh, but it, it's something that I think a lot of people bounce off of this game. And if you listen to this episode and you're like, this sounds like my thing, I'd like to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my advice is if, if it sounds like something you might like, give it a little bit of time. Yeah. Cause eventually I, I grew to like this. It's not welcoming though. I don't think it doesn't feel very good in the hands at first. Yeah. It, it requires an investment, but it's not a deal breaker is uh, yes. is is the thing um i really enjoy when the level design is in harmony with exactly the way that the that, that the uh, jumping and stuff works jumping and mantling mm-hmm. specifically um there are sometimes especially later on in the game where the platforming mix em ups or the mix em up of traps and enemies with the particular kind of um stuff uh, with, with the particular uh, j- jump set that you have leads to a lot of failure d- that didn't feel like it was necessarily my fault. Um, mm. And that is when the system and level design get out of harmony and it becomes frustrating again, even when, it, even when you feel like you have uh, mastered it. Additionally, like this game kind of expects you to internalize that there is a difference between jumping out of mantling um jumping out of a like a like a like a wall jump like a wall kick kind of thing um or from a mantle just pressing the opposite direction of where you're yeah. holding on to do like a smaller jump that is meant to get up to another mantle point so like you're not going to be pressing the jump button to go up like some of these narrow these narrow columns like you're going to just be pressing left and right and left and right to to do this like little like half jump from mantle to mantle um, yeah. And there is like one dungeon in the back third of this game that like if you don't learn that technique or if you don't learn that distinction, you will die to the level more so than anything else that might be attacking you. Any bosses. Yeah. yeah. yeah the platforming has uh, a goodly amount of just death mm-hmm. that happens in it, uh, which I, I'm not uh, not crazy about mm-hmm. uh in this the platforming also contains something that is uh the one of the primary verbs of velda story like it is a, it is amazing uh that i like this game as much as i do because it is uh something i hate in video games which is you click the button and a clock starts ticking and then you have to accomplish a series of tasks in time before a door closes yeah that is that feels like that is roughly one quarter of this game by volume. So it's and, it's weird because like most of the levels you can just kind of traipse through them. Um yeah. you know, it's not often that one of these time doors is actually blocking the critical path. Like it feels like you are skipping things if you do not engage with the levels in this particular way, because a lot of the rooms, a lot of the chambers are these little challenge runs that it expects you to do. Well, and and I just I don't you know, just because something is option again, you know, just because something is optional doesn't mean that it is psychologically like no, optional or no. that it, I, it's I, I knew when I opened that I would just get some shit I like when I opened the chest at the end of this, I would just get some shitty feather. I like I, I yeah. knew that's what I knew that's what was waiting for me, but I was still attempting to shave seconds off like this particular run up these platforms. And and sometimes I didn't know. And mm-hmm. when you're first playing the game for the first several hours, like, yes, now I know that I'm just going to get some shitty feather. Mm-hmm. Early on, though, I didn't know how necessary those upgrades were going to be, yeah. whether they were going to be uh, critical path things. Like, there's a signaling problem to that. So, like, in general, I don't think it's a, a, a really good answer to something being bad when someone's like, you can skip it. No. Like, yes, these, these tend to be ignorable, 
but you don't know that mm-hmm. going into it. And that's important. Um, and maybe they're ignorable, but they would make a big difference and they'd be the difference between five attempts on this boss versus 10. And that's ignorable, but like maybe worth my time to do this yeah. task that I think is pretty odious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also has a huge problem with signaling because there are several of these that you are incapable of doing when you run into them. Yep. You have to come back with a Metroid, uh, upgrade that is not obvious. So mm-hmm. like the timing of this is not possible without, you know, multiple dashes, multiple yeah. dash cancels or without the double jump. Mm-hmm. or something but you don't know that and they're not like it's it's hard for me to explain how much these things suck because it, it's not just like hey click a button and get to this door at a time a lot of times you're clicking a button that leads to a door that has another button mm-hmm. that leads to a door that has another button that leads to a door that has another button and all of these are on individual timers mm-hmm. where you have to like any point in this you're just the the punishment is start over this whole fucking annoying thing yeah and it is it is every fourth room yeah has one of these they are very frequent in this game yeah and i hate them mm-hmm. it's like one of my least favorite things that happen in video games it happened it's not like valda story has the the court market cornered on them no i just think that this is a shitty don't test how fast i can do an agility thing just mm-hmm. make the agility thing hard and test if i can do it yes uh it drives me nuts and mm-hmm. there's so fucking many of them and they interface with the platforming and those little platforming tricks we were talking about most so yeah i wanted to make sure i got in a, a you know, a point about those at some point around now. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because again, like the, it doesn't feel integrated. I know that's my watchword or it's the mean, meaningless buzzword that I usually use. Like very obviously the care and love in this game went into the combat and went into, mm-hmm. you know, just going to, you know, going toe to toe specifically with the big bosses, you know, yeah. kind of like even like to the detriment of like, you know, stage to stage enemies. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there, there, there's some good mix-ups in there and we'll talk about them. Um, but like, like, I don't know if that's the thing, if that's the system that you put the love in and that's the one that you're most kind of like confident in, don't, don't also have, Hey, we have the, we have the challenging platforming here. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 I, it's weirdly like a problem of focus. I don't know. Yes. Agreed. Like it, it, it just it doesn't play into the game's strengths very much, and it, yeah. it's it's a big part of the game by volume. Yeah. Um, as you're going through one of the other collectibles in the world, so you can get some kind of shitty feather. You can also get uh your crew of anime misfits, um, <laughs> who are hiding around the world, who are turned to your home base. Mm-hmm. Um, these uh will either be merchants, they will be flavor text, or you can buy them to assists mm-hmm. uh, in different things. Uh, the, a lot of these were designed by Kickstarter backers. Yes. So if they seem like a crew of anime misfits, that's what they are because they're created by Kickstarter backers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so, so what's weird, like it, it, it was tough because I've been thinking, okay, does this actually work? Cause we, you know, we talked about the problem of including Kickstarter backer content in the body of a game. Right. Yeah. You know, we've, we've talked about that and like, okay, you've got these goofy designs. Some of them are pretty serious and it seems like they fit, but then you also have somebody named shadow boxer. <laughs> yeah you know or just like you know very 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 goofy kind of folks like does this work and i'm torn got some real fan fiction ocs yeah going on. And, and, I'm, and i'm real torn because like i want to say oh it's fine because this isn't a very serious game no this game is very self-serious yeah it's, it's a pretty serious game <laughs> but, but, but but also like as like they, they don't clash with the aesthetic so much and additionally because you're not from this city where all the serious stuff is taking place the idea that you have literally fallen in here from another world and like these are the people who were on a ship full of just like mercenaries 
it kind of does end up like not clashing. This, I, mean, I guess, this is just a roundabout way of me justifying why this didn't bother me as much as it ought to have. I mean, the, the, like these people didn't bother me either because they were all in the bucket of story stuff I was largely ignoring. Right. Like, I, like I, I, you know, I, I started reading. You know, was was pretty not invested, but I was giving it a shot. Yeah. You know, and the story stuff, and ultimately this ended up losing me a lot in terms of like tone and dialogue. Yeah. Um with this it and it, it's the the various misfits you can find the enemy misfits like it's a trope this group of mercenaries that have uh you know a name and a gimmick and one personality trait mm-hmm. uh that is more that i was rem- what i was remarking about yeah yeah like the uh the guy who looks like a michael jackson cosplayer <laughs> uh is the guy i ended up using a lot yeah and like every time i'd go and talk to him in the the home base he would just be like i don't know if i want to be around all these people and I was like, somebody just created this is this is such a self-insert mm-hmm. Kickstarter character. Like this is driving me nuts. Like, yeah. you know, some some misfit gave a lot of money to this uh, Kickstarter mm-hmm. and put in a Michael Jackson impersonator. Weird. So I don't know. Super yeah. weird. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I but it is uh it it ends up being just by virtue of the rest of the game's economy being a pretty meaningful collectible. Yeah. Just because the game is pretty starred for meaningful collectibles. Yes. Um, what the game is not starred for is good bosses. Yeah, the bosses in this are great. Yeah. Like really a, like like a good amount of variety. Um most of them have some kind of gimmick or hook to them. Uh they they end mm-hmm. up doing something kind I mean a little bit like Death's Gambit actually where the um kind of secondary meter that is associated with them like you know like what would be a stamina bar um kind of creates you know different conditions within the fight itself. Um mm-hmm. yeah, these are really good and I'm really looking forward to getting here and talking about them. Yeah. It's uh, it's surprisingly uh, robust and good for the genre. Um, there's a couple gimmicks in there that get repeated yes. a few many ta- few too many times. Like I don't, I think that the the game kind of relies a few too many times on adding regular enemies. Yeah. To a boss fight, um, but in general, these are really fun, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of fun with them. I had that experience of like uh, dying and then eventually getting to where I was like doing, it, you know, oh, I figured this out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're fair. Uh, they're fair and good and varied. They have the right number of phases, the right number of attacks. Mm-hmm. I feel like these are balanced really well to be good. Yeah. Uh, if I was fighting a boss, I was generally having a good time until it came back and said, B minus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I did pretty good. B minus. Leave me alone. Uh, Fucking bully. Um, the, uh, the world is really large mm-hmm. um, and there is no real fast travel. Um, there is a set of a gondola kind of things, trams between the three major towns. Yeah. Um, this ends up being annoying to me, to uh, me. just cause you know, I, I like, I like fast travel and Same. it ended up discouraging backtracking for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this also plays into something, a system in this that Will told me about and I didn't engage with it and you did not engage with it. So I assume I just want to mention it for mm-hmm. people who are fans of the game. There is a hat system in this game where there is a hidden. Yeah. Yeah. I found, I found this person, but I didn't, I'd like nothing seemed worth it. (laughs) Well, the trick is, and I I don't know how much you looked into this, uh, but if, if, you know, prepare to have your blood pressure raise a point, um, these hats give you upgrades, but any attack can knock them off and you lose the hat. So like hat runs of this game are a thing. Okay. Meta uh, of people who have this, but if like, you know, will who, you know, I, with all the best, you know, I love Will, but he also, he has that like grade me, grade me thing when, in terms of games. He doesn't want to do this challenge. Yeah. Like he is too annoyed by this horse shit. Uh-huh. My understanding is the gondola stuff is part of that 
to like let you avoid certain areas that are particularly very tough. Yeah. And avoid certain kind of bosses to maintain your hat is again, according to Will. So if that's not correct, feel free to correct us, but don't be mean about it because I might be misquoting Will and I also could be just wrong, but uh, that is my understanding. Yeah. That's the, that's not what I play games for. I I almost, (laughs) what up with that? Um, I I almost feel like I can't comment on it besides saying that, like that's a choice like that, yeah. like that 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 says something about what these developers expected people to engage with in the game and like oh that's yeah. not for me <laughs> like wh- yeah. what else am i clanging against here that also was not for me <laughs> yeah it's it seems pretty vile yeah to me i i you know i didn't mess with it but it seems very vile and again it can be vile and it can be optional mm-hmm. you know but that does not is not the same thing as just like doesn't exist in the game yeah yeah and but vile you, you just mean like hostile to 99 yeah. percent of the people who are going to play the game yeah yeah just kind of needlessly like you know like oh like i can get this cool bonus but if so i can't get hit mm-hmm. and it has a chance of knocking off the hat it doesn't automatically doing it that just sounds very frustrating to me yeah you know yeah Oh. It just yeah, it it seems like it would be like a fast way to make me not play the game if I was yeah. trying to do that or if it required that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. The game was designed to be replayed several times. Like this, you know, like there's a lot here, even outside of the hat runs. You know, for people who you know to to dedicate you know, dedicate time to trying to do it. You know, so there are two characters open at the start. Uh, there are four total. Uh, that ultimately open up mm-hmm. kind of they have different play styles like you said they start in different places they have different movesets different uh, spells um, kind of that are unlocked at the at the start um, and each of the different characters kind of emphasizes one of the different stats so like the last one is like a demon lady whose main stat is luck yeah and she's all about like yep. mobility and things like that yeah, and the the, uh, the secondary character is more mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, the third character uses a gun. Yeah, you know, so they're, they're pretty different. They have different uh, tech trees. Yep, you know, different different uh, ability trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is a cool feature. Yes, um, I played through the game as Wyatt. I started a game with the other characters just to check them out, but I didn't get very far. Yeah, uh, but it is neat. Mm-hmm. Like they do feel very different, and I think that's awesome. I think yeah. that like, you know, that is a good choice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's talk about how this game looks. Yeah, they made a choice. <laughs> there, there's a, it's so it's so weird to me, right? Like, so there, there's like three different elements of this that are in conflict to me. Yeah. Um, like there's the actual design of of the bosses and characters and uh, you know, critters and stuff, which I don't particularly like. Like, there's like a weird how to draw anime the anime way. You know, Wyatt, the little like eyeshadow bare chested you know my chemical romance kid yeah puffy collar uh, is yeah puffy collar is like pretty annoying to me mm-hmm. i don't like the way those look i do like the way that everything is kind of blocky yeah and chunky like the levels seem like they're made of kind of thick mm-hmm. you know thick bits the enemies are thick mm-hmm. in a way that i like if you, uh, but, i mean like the, the, there's a certain kind of mega manness to this or like a certain kind of snes like a higher, a like yeah, a higher yeah. res squat, you know, you know, super deformed, not chibi because there's very little that's actually like cute, but just like a squat, super deformed, like SNES kind of aesthetic to this that I that, mm-hmm. that I am here for. Yes, yeah. the proportions are good to me. Yeah, one of the things that is the biggest issues for me though, or biggest issue, is that everything is kind of like 
diffuse and particle effecty in terms of um like special effects like en- energy effects and such on attacks mm-hmm. in a way that directly obscures a lot of the action yeah uh in a way that's the the exact opposite of what you want and compare to something like beautiful joe yeah which is uh cell shaded but very clean like there's a huge mm-hmm. there's a very clear demarcation between be- beautiful joe's little fist and the thing he's hitting here things move so quickly and there's so many like particles flying around uh just diffuse shaders yeah. flying everywhere that it, it it becomes pretty pretty tricky to get a, a handle on things like not impossible mm-hmm. but there's an element of like blood starved beast to these things mm. to these fights yeah. sometimes and these uh these bits of combat yeah it, it ends up getting in the way of reading boss attacks um yeah which for a game that requires as much precision as this does, you know, the visual design is working at cross purposes with, again, the combat system. Yeah. Or at least what they're so, aggro- how, like, how well they're expecting you to engage with the combat system. Yeah. 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 It, it's nothing. Nothing in this looks that cool mm-hmm. to me. Like, I don't know what the bosses that are fun. You know, the ones that I think look the coolest were like chunky robots. Yeah. Because I like I like an obese robot. Um, <laughs> the, uh, other other than that, though, like, ah, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all right. Yeah. Uh, this is not great. Mm-hmm. I think the environments look good. I like the like the different stages and stuff. And also, like, this is a colorful game. Which, it's very colorful. You know, yeah. for as serious as kind of like the tenor and tone of the story is, they could have desaturated this. And I think that would have been detrimental. At the very least, like, they have a really strong theory of, you know, this level is about this and we're going to color it this way, which I think is good and necessary. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, would totally agree. Mm -hmm. Um, The uh, story of this, um, the story and talkiness of this, um, this is a significantly talky game. Mm -hmm. Um, In general, like, there are uh, some backstory bits of this that are kind of neat. Yeah. Like there's a character in your hub who has a, a menu mark called lore mm-hmm. and you can click on that and get character backstories and stuff. And sometimes there are right like little paragraphs, mm-hmm. you know, but in terms of like just the dialogue or like coming in and talking to a character and them, you know, Wyatt saying some kind of badass, you know, like angels, demons, doesn't matter. You're all just rust on my blade. You gotta kill them you all. Know, there, there's a, yeah kill them all there, there's a lot of that stuff and i was like this is not good dialogue and i am not invested in this yeah yeah, that, uh, personally. It, yeah it, it, like it, it ends up trying to be a little bit more you know more brutal <laughs> than, mm-hmm. than i think it benefits from being um additionally you know like i said a lot, a lot, a lot of you know work and care has gone into you know setting up like what what are angels in this world what are demons in this world um and I don't know, there, there, there's like that, you know, there, there's a moment of jumping into a new story and feeling disoriented because you're, because you're not exactly sure, like even what the words mean, what the proper nouns mean. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I understand that like that, that, that is, you know, a desirable thing, uh, you know, for, for, for a lot of people sometimes for me as well. Um, but I think that like you, you, the way that you put that in front of somebody and the way that you onboard them to the story actually really does matter. 
And so yeah. I jumped into this and actually well, the, the, the prevailing feeling was like, was there a lore booklet that I didn't read about this? Yeah. You know, just do you like about, about the conflict that is going on about, about why somebody like Wyatt or these people would equally want to kill angels and, and demons as they, you know, as, as they go through the city trying to get out of it. Um, so it was just, I, I kind of went into it feeling alienated as opposed to like invited in to get engaged more with it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. And, and, you know, we're not, we're not outside of the market for wanting to be dumped into a hostile world where we don't know anything. Right. <laughs> like we, we're, we are specifically in that market, yeah, right? firmly in that market, but the articulation matters a lot. Yeah. And then ultimately what it ends up being matters a lot. Like there's a twist at the end of this story that I think in a vacuum is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, the, the actual, the reason why this is bad, the idea, you know, that the angels are just another flavor of bad and yeah. that they're evil too, you know, and the idea of this mother creating these two children and one of which is dedicated to evil. And it's like, of course they betrayed me, but it got help from the good one because of power reasons and stuff Right, right. is fine mm-hmm. uh, as, as a sentence. And as something that is articulated ultimately ended up like boring me quite a bit during the game like people talking about that yeah and laying the groundwork for the impact of that were breadcrumbs mm-hmm. i did not want to pick up yeah um partly because i and, and partly for good reasons because i was enjoying the play yeah like i, I didn't want to <laughs> i didn't want to talk to these fucking gorons i wanted to go out and swing my sword mm-hmm. um you know let me go out and do this like you know movement through the levels and let me fight the next boss right but every boss has this monologue in front of them that i'm like i just don't care like i i you know, I, I don't, uh, you have not, I, I felt like the game did not do the work mm-hmm. or either was just not the type of story that I was ever going to be very interested in. Yeah. There, there's an element of, there, there's an element of show, you know, show don't tell to this as well. Um, yeah. just in terms of like, okay, so the angels are really bad specifically because they strip people of their souls basically in, in order to power, you know, the upper echelons, like every angel that is here is a result of somebody who had this atrocity committed to them. And you're, you never really see that. You yeah, never, you yeah. never, you never see them down here, like hunting the humans or like really, really fucking up some demons in a way that would appall you. Even if you were inclined to be on the angels sides, pretty much every angel and demon that you see is just kind of moving left to left or right in a in a combat area to be killed or yeah you know like you learn about this little detail when wyatt says when wyatt says oh where'd you get that power did you take a soul from somebody <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah just a real like a like a real unsatisfying breach of show don't tell and i'm you know on on some level that is probably you know a, a resource problem again Sure. But, you know, the, 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 the words are cheap and the, even the, the words are cheap and are a disservice to the cool idea behind it. There's a, there's a higher value, a higher impact way to get it across. Yeah. Which yeah. I think can be extended to this whole month. Yeah. Like, you know, in terms of like the words are cheap and there is a cooler way to get across what you're trying to get across. Yeah. You know, in, in multiple different axes, like that is the theme of March Madness, Death March, <laughs> uh, the, uh, for, for me, even though I you know, ultimately like this game, uh-huh. um, the, uh, music is pretty good Yep, in the game. Um, you know, it's, it's not astounding or anything, but it's, it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's kind of an interesting game because it is an early Kickstarter success story. Yes. Um, they set up just an original goal of $8,000. Uh, that doesn't seem this. like enough to make a game. <laughs> 
Uh, definitely not enough to make this game. Right. You know, um, but ultimately they made more than 50,000, uh, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. and this is a modest product. Like I mm-hmm. love a modest product. Yep. You know, $50,000 game can be very good. Uh, and I am into the idea of this, like basically two man team, mm-hmm. you know, two people, uh, Carolyn and Chiron, yeah. uh, Karen, Chiron, K K Y R O N. I don't know. Kyros. Um, Kyros? No, uh, no, K- no. I was just saying the name was- of the God King from tyranny. <laughs> oh, I or uh, saying the well in in Japan it's actually uh, Kareth. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it's pretty impressive uh-huh. in that respect. Yeah. You know, like it, it it has a. It's really telling. I think that the thing, the way to make this game better, to my mind, would have been to take things out of it. Yeah, it's yeah. not things that are in it being bad. Right. Like you'd edit this down to something really good. Mm-hmm. You'd edit it you know, down. You would really, cool. you would really play up the boss fights. You would play up you know, combat <laughs> yeah. would be what you would do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so the only real outsourcing that they did was for music and sound. Like they actually hired a composer um, for the first time, uh, which, you know, benefited, I, I, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and yeah, I, like otherwise it was just this really modest product by a modest, uh, modest team. Uh, and we already talked about, you know, the Kickstarter crew reward that, uh, that yeah. happened there. I want to it assume... means even though very small team, but the credits go on forever because they list every Kickstarter backer. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's uh, let's get into it. Let's do it. So there's some front matter here uh, for the opening. We get, you know, some of the backstory here uh, in this prologue. You know, the mother of Valdis gave birth to this goddess of light and this goddess of dark. Uh, but the goddess of dark killed the mother in their home city of Sithil. And mm-hmm. this kind of resulting conflict uh, caused the city to sink beneath the sea. Uh, Sithil is the name of the city that we're in. Yeah. Uh, and before we begin, uh, we pick our character. Um, there are only two types. There are only two characters initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wyatt is the normal melee based strength character. Yes. Uh, so then probably a good choice for a first playthrough. Yeah. At least um, uh, from a durability standpoint. Uh, it starts off. Part of the other reason I think that this game has that kind of offboarding problem with the plot yeah. is because we start off in this world and with this crew that we are filled in on their story and that world entirely in the past tense. Yes. And set into a new paradigm. But I don't, I did not feel like I got a very good sense of the surface. Yeah. In this game. Like they're in the middle of another quest. This is, this would be DLC for this a different a side game. Quest. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is, this is DLC for a different game. Like yeah. this is chapter four of Baldur's Gate two, but only chapter four. <laughs> um, cause you're on a ship. Um, you're searching for a warlord. We're later going to find out that this is why it's searching for his father. Yeah. Um, but this huge demonic whale capsizes their ship. Yeah. Uh, and everyone falls down uh, through the water. Um, and Wyatt is is waking up. He's in this like white void, and uh, he has asked what he truly wants to destroy the false gods, 
there and he asks what he, or he's asked what he truly wants. He says to destroy the false gods, their demons and angels, so humanity can be free. Yes, is kind of what he is. He likes why it is pretty much just like what are you rebelling against? What do you got? What do you got? Yeah. yeah. Like Google image search some Wyatt folks. <laughs> I have a real hard time with Wyatt and how he doesn't wear a shirt. I think he's got really big, like Anthony Nikitas vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, do you want to kill all the gods? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you have to go gather flea and John Frusciante. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, all of the, all of the peppers are scattered over Sithel. Oh. All the step peppers. Yeah. All the pepper men. <laughs> Wait, this sock. Group. This sock is yeah. please sock. I can tell yeah. by the size. Well, you, you, know, you can upgrade it to Anthony Kiedis' sock at a merchant. <laughs> <laughs> you got 15 of please socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. He needs to put on a fucking shirt, though. His weird, like, shaved bare chest during this whole thing drove me nuts. <laughs> like, all the all the cutscenes of him pouting yeah. uh, with his with his, his chest hanging out. I'm like, my dude. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Wear clothes. Again, it's a choice. It's a choice. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But we get these openings, these opening credits as the warriors fall through the sea, sinking into the city. Uh, and you wake up in the Tagrim district, uh, separated from Reyna, most importantly for Wyatt, but also the rest of the crew. Yeah. 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 Um, so in the Tagra, uh, Tagrum district, but part of this too, I don't think anything has a cool name. Yeah. This, and I know that isn't, I know that's like a really petty complaint, but there needs to, I, I wish that things were named a little bit better. There, 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 there are certain sounds or phonemes that are considered to be cool and uncool. And if it says groom, that, yeah, like that that's the, yeah, that's one of the uncool phonemes. Pretending um, to some grub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, yeah, grum, the tagrum. I kept thinking tardigrade. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Tardigrade's rule. I would go to the tardigrade district. Yeah. You must travel to the land of the rotifers. No. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, under the bridge, the tardigrade district. Um, so, so you're here, uh, and as you land, this cloaked woman greets you at the door warned you, uh, you and all of humanity, to stay out of the Dark Lady's domain. Yeah. Uh, kind of introducing these undersea factions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody is just kind of like fighting for land in this doomed city beneath a mana bubble. Yeah. Um, and we kind of get our feet under us by going through this easy combat zone. Uh, there are, you know, just kind of basic demon enemies here, uh, you know, running around with cloaks. They've got sword, sword fighters and uh, ranged fighters that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You're kind of introduced to the basic mechanics here. Um, you mm-hmm. uh, parrying is something that's on the skill tree, but you can block. You have unlimited block, um, and uh, you have attacks. Oh, oh and huge, this is huge, huge thing. Perfect. Remap the block if you're playing this. Remap it from the B button um, up to the right bumper. Yeah, yeah. You can remap that. Remap, remapping the controls was not originally uh, part of the game. Oh, uh, you also are going to want to be able to remap your dash. Mm-hmm. In this because it used to be like a double down tap kind of thing yeah um they added that into the game okay. so you can make this uh feel however you like yes cool which i recommend it's, yeah you're, you're just required to, to, to like kind of like sekiro mix mix blocks into your combos in a way yeah yes yep um but we end up fighting this large ogre enemy uh who guards himself and attacks with a huge flail this is kind of introducing um you know the like hey you gotta get, get around behind these guys 
Well, and the way you get around behind them, too, is worth noting um, is your your dashes, your cancels here are a limited thing. Yeah. Uh, in this game, you you pick up a power up that gives you more of these you can use on a, you know, with a cooldown before mm-hmm. there's a cooldown for them. So it's not like even though you don't have stamina, you do have a certain like a cooldown for your cancel. Yeah. Your dash cancel kind of thing. So it's worth noting in terms of getting behind stuff like you can't mm-hmm. just spam that. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a spell blocking the way uh, getting out of here. This is uh, one of the other kind of gameplay tropes that I dislike where mm-hmm. you have to kill all the enemies in a room before you can leave. Yep. Um, and this woman in green uh, named Adeline uh, commends you for beating the ogre, even though you are a mere human. Right. Um, you know, she sa- says you're with the angels, uh, but neither the angels nor demons are welcome there. Right. Uh, because she is from Tagram, the city of humans. Yep, and you're like, I do, I'm not with the angels. Yeah, I'm also Fuck not them. not necessarily human. So, yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, but uh, you end up following her, following her inside for a little ways, but then she starts doing these wall jumps that you cannot do. So you have to proceed downward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh, you get your so the, the the first time that you're able to do the dash to do to do the cancel uh, is when you find a master scroll down here mm-hmm. um, by a by a demon locked door. Uh, you know, that is one of the things one of the ways they gate it uh, gate things is with actual keys. We're going to come back here with a demon key later on. Yeah, there are like four or five keys in the game. Yeah, uh, that you get. Uh, this allows you not only to do those things, but it also allows you to do a butt stop, mm-hmm. um, which allow you to open doors uh, that are blocked by these floor buttons. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of Wario stomp to open them. Yes. Um, we get a save room uh, after this. So there's like a statue. I wish there yeah, were more of these. I know that's me yeah, wishing yeah. for the game to be easier, but yeah. Yeah, I would not mind there being more saves. So. Um, luckily, when you die, you don't have to reload. You can just click retry. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I would still like more opportunities to be able to save and like you know go about my day yeah um there's another encounter with adeline here uh she's having this confrontation with this demon looking samurai uh fellow named azudor mm-hmm. so yeah and we fight azudor yeah this is our first boss yep um and um, it's just like it's it's pretty basic you know as you would expect at this point he has got like a regular set of combos uh, and he will try to get above you uh, and kind of get up and start uh, sending down these fireballs. And this is the first of the uh, the bosses, first of many bosses, uh, who will, like, get out of reach and summon regular goons to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and kind of uh, real basic. Like, the bosses get better. Yeah. Uh, from here on in, but this is still fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, messing with the, the platforms and stuff here. Once you beat him, uh, he gets away. <laughs> you know, you're going to fight him again. Yeah. And uh, these large white feather demon monsters appear. Mm-hmm. um wyatt uh instead of fighting them wyatt grabs adeline and rushes her to safety right and this is how we've won adeline and targram tagram's trust mm-hmm. by yeah. you know killing a demon in front of them yeah yeah, yeah they don't like demons yeah. um adeline explains that the beasts we ran to are this fourth class of things ferals yes uh so we're now dealing with four factions mm-hmm. uh plus the weird fifth one that the wyatt's kind of part of um but it's ferals angels demons and humans yes um and the ferals are kind of a mystery because there does not seem to be an organizing force uh we're gonna find Mm -hmm. out what that is later yeah yeah um and this is you know again where you're running into uh just because it it bothered me in the game i want to mention it uh the uh where i started getting frustrated with wyatt as a character where his just like pretended to some grum Mm -hmm. you know acting the tough like was driving me nuts where she would be like oh thank you for saving me be like 
dot, dot, dot. I don't care. I just need to find my crew. Dot, 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 <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, man, shut up with your anime nonsense. Like <laughs> stick that in a fucking sack. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just only here for one thing. My crew. Oh, you're so dark and edgy. <laughs> Wyatt, like what a, what a protagonist. Like I, I was, I was tearing my hair out at Wyatt. Yeah, fucking right. hate Wyatt. Like, <laughs> he's not Alan Wake bad, but he's, he's not good. Yeah. Yeah. I just did his, his response is just kind of a constant reminder that he's a loner dotty, a rebel. Exactly. And yeah. I just give, get these squalls out of my fucking game. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, there's only room for one squall. <laughs> and he's, he needs to be quarantined to the game that he's in. Yeah, it's great. And, and that means none of that fucking uh, Dissidia shit. Um, <laughs> so anyway, dot, dot, dot. He just wants to find his crew. She's like, well, like, well you, you can start here. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I just like, I, I know the elder of my town here. Uh, I can probably give you some information. We can we can get you around. Um, and you are kind of fighting alongside her through the, you know, through the bottom part of this Tagrim district in order in order to get to the uh, to the village gates uh, yeah. where you meet uh, the elder which is Adeline's grandfather, Treyer. Yep. Treyer, uh, this is in this village. Uh, these humans are caught between the struggles of angels and demons. Uh, Adeline was on a mission east uh, to a place called Hrock. Uh, <laughs> it's so, so bad. Um, but got injured. Yeah. So now, you know, you saved uh, saved Adeline, but now mm-hmm. it's like, can you go talk to the village? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, dot, dot, dot. I don't care about your problems, dot, dot, dot. I just need to find my crew, dot, dot, dot. I'm a loner. <laughs> and they say, like, hey, you might find your crew there. Right. <laughs> so basically, like, mentioning the word crew is the secret pass that gets Wyatt to do anything you want for him, dot, dot, yep. dot. It's a... <laughs> yeah, uh, just the, 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 the heuristic, oh, man. Uh, I remember this in video games, hot dog. Anytime you see dot, dot, dot in a video game text, just mentally replace that with a fart. Yeah, he's just just farting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we've got our mission here. We've got to go through the mausoleum district. Adeline uh, gives you the thing that let her do these wall jumps. This uh, this wall hook. Um. Uh, and we're gonna need that to head over to the east. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a satisfying wall jump. I yeah. think it is a little weird, like having those multiple different jumps off of it. But it is a, a truly empowering upgrade. Yes. Like it feels pretty good to get this. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's fun. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're now going to the ancient mausoleum in the mausoleum district. <laughs> Pretty morbid for your underwater city. Yeah. Um, you step into this. Um, Wyatt mentions uh, they bear change to dark magic to fight these angels. Mm-hmm. So there's this kind of this like little bit of uh, that shooter. What is it called? Why am I saying the name? Ikaruga action to this that I also I didn't engage with very much. Because uh, there's not like a quick like a hot bar to switch this stuff. Yeah, you got it. Um, there, there kind of is if you if you hold down. Oh yeah, if you hold, you're right. Yeah, if you hold the the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna go into a go into a quick swap. Um, for there, there, there's something about that though where you can't see a summary of like what each of the skills does uh, without yeah. going into the menu. So I pretty much went into the menu every time I needed to change it, uh, just because yeah. I needed a refresher. Yeah. Yep. I I ultimately did not engage with swapping things out to hit weaknesses very much mm-hmm. which you know it could be the reason like if i every time i say something is hard in this game you can yeah. now say oh you didn't do that uh straw man but that's fine <laughs> like yeah. the reason i didn't do it is because of friction and because i just did not internalize what these different arcs and stuff were yeah i mean like, ad- additionally as well like it doesn't it like for the regular rank and file enemies it doesn't make that much of a difference and like i assume you like me if you ended up dying to a boss a few times 
change these around in order to take advantage of their weaknesses. Right. Yeah. 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 For bosses. I just didn't want to spend the whole game in the menu. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So, um, so the angel attacks here, um, and we have a few of these, there are a few flying angels. Uh, there are some that guard themselves, uh, with shields. Uh, there's also these martial artists who wear ornate Kung Lao hats. Um, yes. who are, you know, they kind of get up on top of you quicker more than everybody else. I, I kind of wish there was more differentiation, uh, aside from color palette between the angels and demons. Yeah. And they play largely the same. Yeah. There aren't, there aren't that many enemy types in this game. Yes. You know, there's a good variety of bosses, but there aren't that many, that big of a variety of just like regular enemies. Yeah. The, uh, floating sprite that is an elemental. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got very sick of facing. Yes. And the uh, necromancer, the the guy who would raise oh, yeah. uh, guys. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that sucked the stars from the sky. Yeah, no, they're um, just like the, yeah. there are four whole dungeons in this game that are based around those necromancers. I yeah, may be exaggerating. Guys, yeah, those guys suck. Yeah. Um. The uh the angels who block. Uh. Really, this is where I learned the importance of guard breaking. Yes. Um. Like a lot of times in a video game with a heavy and a light attack, I tend to just emphasize light attacks because mm-hmm. I want combos and to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, the enemy, uh, the heavy attack in this game is necessary. Yeah. Um, it has utility as well as power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, additionally, like these enemies will punish trying to jump over them. Like, uh, yes. the, you know, the, the bigger enemies here, you need to dodge roll through them in order to attack them from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, uh, there are traps here too. There's also a third too. enemy here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Traps. Yeah. I was going to say there's a third, like a big armored guy yeah. as well. Yeah. Who has a range attack with his slashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll um, do like do like a little uh, uh like shockwave with it. Yep. Uh and then these traps, as you mentioned, these like mm-hmm. blue kind of power gems in the wall that shoot laser barriers. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um and we reach a boss here, Tagu. Uh yep. so uh, <laughs> lo- love how Tagu looks. Tagu's real good. Big boy uh, season. <laughs> is there is, so you guys said that a bunch yesterday. Is there a is there a source for big boy season? I, that's just a Gary original. I think gotcha. it came from uh, Facebook animal pages. Oh, yeah, like just yeah. linking, linking a fat cat and being like, folks, it's big boy season. <laughs> and there's just a picture of an obese cat. Like, <laughs> big payday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big payday. Yeah. Big boy season getting a big payday. <laughs> uh, but this is a huge set of armor. It has some crystals growing out of its back. Um, and boy, does he like to slam and or jam. He does slam and jam. Yeah. Uh, he does this like AOE thing where he slams down and sends out shockwaves. In general, I like this boss. The way that his like secondary meter, which is kind of a contextual all-purpose meter, mm-hmm. uh, his is armor. Yeah. Um, so you deplete that and then he takes a, a knee and you can smash the crystal on his back. Yeah. Um, this is a good boss fight, I think. Yeah. I like this. Uh, you know, plenty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, easy enough to avoid his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, his stuff is reasonable. Yeah. And uh, he is a nice design. Yeah, big, big, big sprite, which like feels like it is designed with your jump and dash uh, dimensions in mind as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, M- much better than Big Sierra Mist. <laughs> the uh... Jesus, <laughs> it's good. It's just fine. It's... I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. <laughs> um... <laughs> it's. I mean, it's it's fine insofar as I don't, I don't, I don't feel, that. I don't feel compelled to shut off the call, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hang let's up. All, let's all admit they were words. Yeah, <laughs> we so can all agree all it was language. We can all agree yeah. it was words. Yeah, if we can agree it's language, then I'm the battle's half won <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. So, yes, I'm tired. My sodi got pop got flat. I couldn't drink that. 
<laughs> you can still you can still drink flat soda pop. It's gross, man. A yeah. flat diet coke. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like slime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. You do need the acidity that carbonation brings. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not refreshing now. Might as well be a glass of sand. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so Wyatt has never seen an angel like Tagu. Uh, this is kind of his mm-hmm. first indication that something weird is happening in this city, uh, which is like a strange thing to see, you know, this far into the game, like, yeah, because I have no context for what's weird and what's not again, tell not show, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's just saying like, Hey, this is weird to trust me. Yeah. Um, so the, there's a save room after that. Uh, and this is something new. It's a mana key that you get. Um, this allows you to charge up these mana crystals, uh, that you have to open up barriers, uh, allows you to do a couple other things, uh, that aren't signposted. Uh-huh. Um, you can turn on certain mana generators hmm. with it, uh, which can help with the uh, penultimate boss fight. Um, and then also, uh, it is the thing that opens up the timed gate puzzle quarter of this game. Yes. Uh, it's going to be using a mana key and then trying to dash through a gate before it closes mm-hmm. to grab a treasure chest to grab one of Flea's socks. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, usually it will mix the uh the uh the the mana key with um stomps. Yeah. Uh, and activating one of the mana crystals actually takes time. Uh but that is offset by the fact that you can kind of like um lead off of the base a little bit like you can stand pretty far away from these while still charging them up and that ends up yeah. being like a crucial tactic for shaving seconds off. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I really like the, uh, the leading off the base. That's a good analogy for it. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, oh. uh, but, uh, we have passed through the ancient mausoleum and now we are, we are into the frozen crypts. Uh, it is uncertain how ancient the crypts are, but they are frozen. Yep. 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 Uh, and, uh, we're introduced to new enemies here. Mm-hmm. Uh, these ice sprites. So these are these elemental things. These will come in all kinds of flavors. Um, eventually, mm-hmm. uh, I find these really annoying. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they have periods of invincibility, yeah, which I, I, I dislike. Um, and they shoot icicles and make icicles rise from the ground and, mm-hmm. and make them fan out in circles. I, I do like the little crabulons, yes. uh, the little chonky boys, uh, who summon little barriers. <laughs> yes. Uh, little crabs are good. Um, yep. something that is, uh, kind of, you know, kind of hostile about this because you don't really have a way to deal with it right now is the fact that there is, uh, just kind of a general cold modifier on everything in this level. Yeah, uh, you kind of are always taking damage over time while you're here, which plays into a system that I did not engage with uh, in this where towns, one of the merchants that you find in towns sells you potions that act for a small amount of time. Uh, yeah, I think you, you mean a large amount of time, 45 minutes, well, 45 of play. minutes, so enough time for a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. You can only carry one. It's not like you can have a bunch of them. Yeah, you know, there's uh, not a consumable inventory in this game. Right. You just activate this and then for the next 45 minutes, you're protected from a status effect. Yeah. Um, there's one dungeon where this is absolutely necessary, but I I did not fuck with it at all. I did not buy anything from her. Um, I ended up ultimately wanting it for poison, but I pushed through the pain. Yeah. But the the poison is the one that I felt it was necessary for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, have more of these timed gates that ends up being the bulk of the levels, but it's frustrating for the show because it's not really worth describing. Is that what you have to do? Um, yeah. Whatever, a, uh, we we find a huge uh, a huge feral here. Um, this is golden, and it is guarding the uh, guarding the boss door on the way out. This is uh, Rookjaw, the Frozen One. Yes, uh, who is an ice dragon? 
Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a thing. This is, you know, a weird boss where I kind of like the boss, but you just do the same thing twice. Yes. It's really weird. Like he has uh, four different weak points and you get them in order. Yeah. Uh, You know, you have to get the one under his neck, then the one on on top of him or three different weak points. Then you can smash his face. Uh, and you just do that cycle twice. Yeah. It's a really strange move while like navigating the room he's under mm-hmm. and navigating uh, his breath attacks and lasers and uh, waiting for him to shoot out breath attacks that create a, a platform for you to get up to to get up to his weak point on top of his head. Yeah. So it's not very difficult. What this reminded me of is like um, a boss from an area in like Dr. Wily's Fortress or Sigma's Fortress in a Mega Man game. Sure. Yeah, just for the size and for the fact that you're fighting the room more so than you're fighting the actual enemy. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's fine. I wish that there. I wish that you weren't just doing the same thing twice. I wish that they, like they had changed up in between them. But yeah, it, I, sure. I'm never going to ask for a, a second phase, but I'm asking for a second phase. You know, like, <laughs> well, just, like there, or if, don't make me do it twice. Yeah, you know, one if, or the other. If, if there's going to be a second phase, change it up. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, um, but it's fine. Yeah, you know. Also, like um, it's it's attractive. Like it's a room size sprite. Yeah, big sprite. Um, the uh, once you kill him, you get his uh, his ice soul mm-hmm. uh, that he has, which allows you to use ice magic. And getting one of these in the game is really empowering because it's actually getting four spells. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can attach it to any of those four different states and get four different effects. Yeah, um, which is pretty cool. And one of which is generally a Metroidvania effect. Yeah. So it, this is the one that allows you to make blocks. Yeah, it's only very rarely that one of these doesn't have a Metroidvania thing. Uh, and these blocks, yep. even though they they appear to be kind of kind of small, it's it's always just enough to get to get you up to a new place. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. Um, so we break through and we get into the Central Skyway area and we get to the town of Haruk. 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 Yep. Uh, we got to <laughs> get to the grunt. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you go inside and you run and talk to Elder Braja, uh, mm-hmm. and give her this package of spare parts. Uh, the package opens up and explodes, and all the summoners die. Yep, and that's the end. Yep, uh, it's a quite the twist. And you know, we talked about the game having good bosses. Those two we fought were good. <laughs> I just assumed the game would end here. I stopped. Right. Um, if you like this show, <laughs> head on over to Patreon. The <laughs> Just kidding. Yep, yep. Uh, in fact, uh, nothing blows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say, give the parts to a tram station. She won't hear you out. You're like, hey, dot, dot, dot. I don't care about anyone. Dot, dot, dot. Angels, you, demons, dot, dot, dot. They're have, all blood on my blade. <laughs> have, you, have you seen any weirdos around here lately besides yeah. me? And, yep. And uh, and she says, uh, you know, hey, I can't talk to you right now. Do this task. And you're like, I'm so dark and edgy, but I'll do anything anyone tells me to do. Right. Uh, so you do it. You go and deliver these parts to the tram station. Here's uh, here's the thing that I would like to um, uh, ask of people who write video games. Um, at no point in a game like this where you're given these small little tasks should you have your character say, what am I? Everybody's errand boy? Yeah, stop. Stop. It doesn't make it okay to draw the line under it. Right. Like, it, it doesn't make it better. Like, it, there, there, there's a uh, – I agree with you. There, there, there is a uh, a person who plays a video game, and as soon as a game acknowledges something, it makes it okay. Yeah, and I think that I think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a really, really bad attitude towards art. Uh, <laughs> you know, like hanging a lampshade on something does not necessarily make it more sensible. Yeah, it, like it, you, you know, know it, it's a, <laughs> just because I did it intentionally doesn't mean it was necessarily worth doing. 
here yeah. i like I, like I, you know th- there are greater implications to like okay we just slap a band-aid, band-aid over over this quest mechanic uh just like oh what am i everybody's errand boy is it's just it's just a cliche it, it's not additive yeah um, well and and if you wanted to actually it's it's so it clashes with Wyatt's character specifically yeah like even though he is supposed to be edgy but have a heart of gold like that is not a very good way of like him being willing to walk you know, 20 feet away Uh to deliver a thing for somebody who won't walk uh, is not a very good way to show that heart of gold. Right. Um, Having him complain about it is not a personality. And the way to do this in, especially in this game is just make it mercenary. Uh Uh-huh. Like, Hey, would you go do this for me? No, I'm not going to do that. It's not my job. I'll give you this. Yeah. And then you have an entire array of absolute garbage trash items (laughs) to give me that would not upset the economy. Yeah. Give me the kind of thing I get from like any average treasure, like an iron plate or something like, Hey, I'll I'll make it worth your while. If you do Mm -hmm. this, Yeah. like make my character a fucking mercenary. Like, I don't know. It is really, really frustrating just to have the character kind of like laugh at the video game trope, yeah, and then continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't oh. want to derail us with that, but it is something that happens in this game. It happens in Axiom Verge too. Um, yeah, and if Link could speak, he would probably say it. Maybe no, he's too pure. He would say it. Yeah, he would. He wouldn't say it like that, but he would. He would make a little comment because it's the kind of, you know, it's the kind of thing that uh, Nintendo thinks is humor. Yes. So. It's uh, it's not funny though. When that <laughs> it's deadly serious. Deadly uh, serious. Yeah. Uh, so we take the uh, we take the tram parts over to Claudia, and she mentions, "Hey, we have the stranger that uh fell from the sky, uh, you know, near town that was attacked by ferals, and the doctor mm-hmm. has kind of taken the man, uh, over by the armory. Uh, you go there, yeah. and this is one of your crew people named Vladin, uh, and mm-hmm. the doctor cannot help him, uh, without something called the Lordus tear." Uh, that is over in the abandoned gardens. Yep. So now you have a reason to go do this. Yes. You to know? rescue your friend. Yep. Uh, so you go to the pathway to the uh, abandoned gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, there are these uh, two golden ferals you run to on the way. Uh, they have to beat in order to open a door. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, and we get to the abandoned gardens, which is kind of a poison zone. Yes. Uh, um, I think this area looks really good. Like the mixture of green and purple is great. Yeah. yeah. Joker. Joker vibes. Um <laughs> And, and, you know, uh, poison in this game is, is serious. Yes. Which I appreciate. I'd rather have it be that than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the only big change I would make is I would have it not drain your MP. I think that's a bad choice. Yeah. Um, personally. Uh, so you're not poisoned ambiently just by being in here, but pretty much everything will proc poison on you. Uh, specifically yeah. like this basic enemy that throws out poison mines, uh, you know, basically is huge area denial. It was very difficult to find a way to avoid them. Yeah. Um, it's the, the health economy of this game in general is real weird. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about the healing in the generalities, which is mostly about when you're in a boss fight situation. Um, really early on in the tech tree, you can get a regen Mm -hmm. that happens passively when you're not in combat. So you can basically like walking between areas, Mm -hmm. uh, with the, with your magic regenerating and being able to do your heal over time. And also with just your health regenerating. Like I generally, if I was just walking and not fighting, I would slowly get back up to max health pretty quick. Yeah. Slowly, pretty quick. I would get back up to max health by the time <laughs> yeah, I fought again is what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, gradually, uh, but fast. Right. So as opposed to instantly is what I was trying to say by that. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, here, though, like out of the box, I, I never did the regen skill, actually, which is why hmm. which is why I made the run and got the uh, the potion that would let me kind of go through this place without suffering a consequence um 
uh, here though, out of the box, like your your healing skills are so limited that you really can't outrace the drain. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. This, this, I mean, yeah. The, it, it's it's pretty rough. Yeah. Um. There are also mimics in this area. <laughs> these little flowers that turn into claw traps that have items. Yeah. It's not them. just flowers. It's just like little like pickups. It looks like just things yeah. that are like slightly out of place that I, as a video game character, am going to run over because oh, that might be a pickup. Yeah, it's a treat, but actually, it's a it's not a treat. It's a yeah. trick. Yeah. Um. I I like those. I think yeah. that, you know. I think that's a fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, throughout this area, we've we've been finding lots of doors locked with a skeleton key. Uh, this is ultimately going to be um a way that we move forward. But first, we have to deal with this boss, Shugoth the Devourer. Yes. Uh, this is the boss that uh, Tara warned me about. Ah, okay. like generally it was like, oh, it's like, oh, this, you know, they, they put their worst boss at number two. Hmm. Um, I think they put the worst boss at the end. Um, this did not end up being as bad as I thought it was going to be, but that's by even cause I was flexing for it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're braced for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not great. I don't think this is a very good boss. Mm-hmm. Um, it fills the bottom of the arena with poison gas. So these platforms, and then he warps around generally while throwing poison bubbles at you. Yeah. Um, you know, this was hard. This took me several tries. Um, he has a little vocal bark when he teleports. Uh, it's like something like I'm over here now, or I can't remember what it is, but it's, (laughs) it's weird. Um, it's not great. Uh, but this took me a few tries. I think this is hard. Yeah. Uh, Uh, and he has quite a, quite a bit of HP for this point in the game. As far as my damage output goes quite a bit of HP. Additionally, I think at this point I only had one health potion. So, yes, you know, and no matter what I did, I could not find a way to get through this without taking way more damage um, than I ought to, like even with the um, uh, the, the the potion that you can get mm. uh, that kind of makes it so you can jump around the, the, the you know, the poison fog down there. Yeah, it just like there's a lot of mandatory damage here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's uh, it's not great, mm-hmm. you know. Um, does that does that poison protection potion uh does that um stop you from taking poison at all? Or does it just increase your resistance? Um, as far as I could tell, it stops it entirely. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. That's worthwhile. Like it's a it's a really good <laughs> like I believe in those potions. Uh especially because mm-hmm. like forty five minutes is absurdly long. Is an absurdly long uh time to uh to get it. Although <laughs> I uh I had to reload because I thought that I was buying potions that I would use before I realized there were no consumables in this game. So I'm like, yeah, oh, shit, all these seem good. So I'll buy all three of them. No, they overwrite each other. So I just yeah, wasted yeah. a bunch of money. It's a, it's a toggle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this nets you an archdemon spirit. I believe that this is just a, like an upgrade material. I don't think it's, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's a new, uh, a, a new spell. It's, yeah. It's not, this is not a spell. It's not right. a poison element. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an upgrade material that uh, is is relatively rare. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, through there, you get the Lordest here, uh, which is a flower that grows in a treasure chest in a garden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it grows in a little planter box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little container garden. It's more yeah. practical uh, in a city. Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah. City. like, like the Abyssal City. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's more, it's more practical for Abyssal City living. The Sims 4 expansion <laughs> yeah. that uh, I would play. That would actually be really good. <laughs> be awesome. Yeah, like screw, hey. screw this. I'm a magician. You know, like the same yeah, yeah, wizard I, school. No, like let me uh, make dark packs. <laughs> the, the idea that I can maybe be a centaur is not as exciting as you think it is, Maxis. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. Um, so, so we go back with our medicine. 
Uh, and they say, go talk to the elder while we wait for it to work. Uh, the elder says uh, they, they need you to clear some angels out of the library. Um, and you're like <laughs> – We called the guy to spray, but he couldn't get here until next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so you, you seem good. Yeah. We'll have you do it. And you say dot, dot, dot. I'm a loner, dot, dot, dot. I'm not your errand boy. And then she goes, there might be crew. And you go, okay. Uh, and go do it like the edgy uh, edge lord that you are. Right. Oh um, man, she gave this order on the slim possibility that one of my crewmates might be there. Is, is what I yeah. wrote when I was playing this. Like, yeah, it's real. It's real ridiculous. And the library is uh, this ultimately ends up being your home base, uh, yeah. and it's not that much of a problem to clear it out because it's not really that huge. I'm very disappointed that they couldn't do this themselves. Yes, like th- this is very easy. Um, one of the biggest like fast travel world design problems in this game is not being able to fast travel back to your home base. Yes, that's that that seems bonkers to me. Like, it seems like the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, like this should have been a hub. There's a little bit of business of like platforming and fighting that you have to do every time you go to your home base. Yeah, like it's not very much, but the way to get there is like this little. There's a couple enemies along the way and some uh-huh. jumps, and doing that every single time is so dumb. Yeah, so 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 dumb. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. It seems like the bare minimum you would have if you had a home base is the uh, the yeah. ability to get there quickly. Man, I would love to be able to teleport home. Oh yeah, like just one way night crawler. Like I could just like just, yeah, just only like, teleport one way. Just a, a Hearthstone. <laughs> like, yeah, for Hearthstone. Wow. that would be incredible. Yeah, you know, like a Moongate Moon Key. Like just mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I don't want to be at this bar anymore. I'm gonna pretend <laughs> to go to the bathroom and do this. Yep. <laughs> just like Boink. where'd Gary go? He must have left. I don't know. Yeah, he hearth and then. This is me at home, like, hey, 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 I'm in bed. Hey, hey, hey. I'm reading, motherfuckers. Hey, hey, hey. I no longer have to stand up. <laughs> so, it's pretty rad. Um, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The way just, here we see a fight. Yeah, yeah. There, 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 there's a fight here. Uh, you've had a couple of them, but you're interrupted. It's blatant. He's gotten up. He's healthy again. And he is really, really excited by how many books are here in this library. You know, Vladen is, uh, you know, kind of like a scholarly kind of guy. I think he's the guy who you can talk to about the lore. Uh, but he this is, the is lore man. yeah, but like this is forgotten knowledge that has been at mm-hmm. the bottom of the sea for like all of these people's lifetimes. So, yep. Uh, this is also a character you yep. can play as. This is the gunfella mm-hmm. uh, who you can unlock for being in the game. Um, and you can find books around the world that you can give back to them that give you backstory. Yeah. On this. I only found a couple of those, but I got the impression there were more. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he's going to stay here and receive the crew from the hub. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole time you're basically, you're looking for Raina more than anyone. Yeah. The yeah. impression of like a romantic relationship there. Yes. Early like, on. <laughs> like you find a handful of people, like you find a Borsk, like, Hey, go to the library. You find, uh, uh, somebody here names. Uh, and I, I forget. Like, oh no, haven't seen haven't seen Reyna. So then Gilda, yeah, Gilda goes back. Yeah, another playable yeah. character you can see. Yeah, yeah. So everyone, you're just asking about Reyna. Like you're disappointed in finding them. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, hey, thanks, Dick. Yeah, uh, he's not. Why well, he's not a good friend? Yeah. Um. So you you start going back to the village here, and this angelic woman stops you. Uh, you're one of your crew members. So you have angels and demons on your crew as well. Yeah, yeah. But they're like you apostates. Know? They're people who have left. Yes. Yeah. You know, this is where you recruit Gilda, um, you know, and when you get back, the tram is running. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can take this back to Tagram. Um, we found the skeleton key. I can't remember if we mentioned that, but yeah. we grabbed that in the uh, gardens soon. And we have a couple more Metroidvania stuff. So you can do a Metroidvania sweep. Yeah. If you would like at this point and get some bonuses. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Um, sure. 
yeah, I, I did not do very much of that in this game. I mostly just stuck on the critical path, but I did a little bit of sweeps. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you have to backtrack. Uh-huh. You know, so like if there was not really a fast travel. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the map, um, even though you do not have like an overall map that uh, will show you uh, the entire world, you know, it is always zoomed in on the district that you're in. The map ends up being pretty useful for showing you like, hey, this door is locked and you need this key to open it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So helping you plan your plan your sweeps around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on your way, once you take the tram back to Targum, we run to Adeline again. Yeah. Uh, she greets us and says, hey, check out this town ish <laughs> to the west. Um, you know, as the, the not good town namer that they employed for mm-hmm. for for this game, uh, Ishk. And she joins you as your first assist uh, in the game. Um, assist is uh, dedicated to a button. Uh-huh. They're on a cooldown. Uh, they level up and they do different things. Like a lot of times it's like a Marvel versus Capcom thing or where they just pop in and do one attack. Yeah. Um, ultimately I did stick with the, uh, the guy who dresses up like Michael Jackson because he stuns everything. Yeah. Um, and it works on bosses. Mm-hmm. So this was my like emergency, get the heck out of Dodge, uh, button. Yeah. But then I largely forgot that the system existed and that I could do other people. Yeah. So I, I, I knew that I had other options, but I generally also forgot it was here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, uh, there are a couple of different ways you can get to Ishk. Like, you can go um, through the Western Skyway, uh, but that is guarded by a pretty tough boss. Um, Mm. The other way you can go is down through the sewers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, There's also, it's worth noting here, too, in, like, before I play stuff, Mm. uh, in one of these towns, somebody sells you a doll. If you pick that up, you will run into a unplanned boss early. Yes. So I was told not to pick that up and I didn't, mm-hmm. but just in terms of content, I know I'm not commenting on because I missed it. Yeah. There's yeah. a doll and you can fight a boss. Yeah. Um, and in terms of like, um, uh, oh gosh, like individual, um, event triggers and things like that. If you decide to go up to the, uh, Western Skyway, um, earlier, uh, you have to fight that Yeti who initially, you know, the, the, the Yeti who Adeline saved you from initially, uh, depending on when you kill this thing, different bosses show up later on when you're on your way to the, uh, when you're on your way to the final boss area, um, mm-hmm. you know, to end the game. Additionally, like there's something you can do with this where he comes in and kills out, he kills the entire town of Tagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like there's stuff you can do where just like whole towns get wiped out. So. Which is cool. Yeah. Like that, that has lots of Dark Souls flavor to me. Yes. This, uh, these, uh, event flags are very esoteric. Yeah. Um, when I bring them up, I'm not complaining about them. I'm just saying that I can't speak to them very much. Yes. Cause I missed them. It, it, it was uh, not the way that I, you know, that I went through the game. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I kind of just, you know, did, I'm talking about my first playthrough. Yes. You know, that's like, and I treated it like a first playthrough, even though I know there's depth for later. Yes. Yeah. But. Uh, sewers full of angels. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so there, there's a red hot chili pepper. <laughs> Eric, ah, sorry. Uh, so the uh, you know, sewers, sewers all lousy with angels. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> you got angel sewer. Oh yeah. yeah. You got cherubs in the cistern. Yeah. You got cherubs. So, in the sorry. Cistern. So, 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 seraphs in the cistern. Sorry. Yeah. Seraphs in the cistern. Fuck. <laughs> uh, if you're in that band, quit. Um. <laughs> stop playing bass. You're not that good at it. Um. <laughs> And there's a new enemy that's this, like, gunslinger guy yes. who shows up, who teleports around a lot. Uh, right? Is that the, the guy? Yeah, yeah. Talking about? Uh, yeah. It, there's, there's, like, a demon version of it. I think there's an angel version of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just anything that teleports, like, 
just get back here, please. It's not, it's not great. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like, please just let me DPS you to die. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, the sewer's pretty complicated as far as layout goes. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, another one of like Valdis's tricks that I want to bring up that really came to the fore in the sewers. Okay. Which is, uh, a screen transition to a new screen that has a very short ledge. So if you are walking with any kind of speed or sliding into it, you do a really long fall. Yes. When you get into a new screen, that's a really weird trick. Uh-huh. Like it's never, it's never death. It just means you have to climb your way back up, but it fucked with my like exploration heuristic of, you know, exploring things in an orderly manner. Yeah. Uh, that I like doing that ended up frustrating me and it happened enough to where I felt like it had to have been intentional. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, like, I, so if it was intentional, what is bad about rushing into a new room that they're trying to stop you from doing? I don't know. Like yeah. other than it just being a little bit of a troll, right? Like, you know, it's, it's a screen transition, which part of this, you know, they want this game to be, it's supposed to be fun to backtrack yeah, and fun to move through areas where you're not doing the combat in this game. Yeah. Um, so I think that rushing should not have been punished. Uh-huh. There. The consequences were not huge, but that again, that does not equate to something being good. Right. So. Yeah. Um, there's a little laser puzzle room here uh, where you can get a book of the old gods. These are the ones that you take back to uh, Vladir uh, to uh, have him get more lore. You can find a few mm-hmm. of these as you go along. Um, additionally, though, uh, you're fighting through some angels and you get to a room where some angels are arguing over this frozen figure um and about their duty to guard it yeah specifically like hey we can't leave this alone this thing killed 30 angels and we need the judicator to study it yeah okay all right (laughs) i'll I'll leave you guys to it um uh, so so you continue on uh, you make these kind of tight jumps um head to the east uh you find angels harassing a member of your crew uh, they want him to swear loyalty to Alagath. Uh, and it's like, well, I'm not going to yeah. swear Alagath. That, like, Alagath is the, is the good daughter of Valdus, the, yes. kind of the, pa- the patron of the angels. And why it's like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and of course, we're passing by more of these time gates and things like that, trying to get to uh, a boss here uh, who the previous people, the arguing angels were talking about, uh, Distan the Judicator. Yep. Who this is like a dual boss. Mm-hmm. It is this monk kind of character, this martial artist, the white cloak, who does like combos. Yeah. Combos and then teleports away and then shoots lasers. Mm-hmm. Um, so he will block, uh, which again, you you know, strong attack. Yeah. Doing the jump and strong attack is extremely good. Do that a lot. Um, he also summons these angel templars yeah. into the fight to back him up. Yeah, and these are the gigantic guys with the shields that you have to like roll through to attack attack them from behind. Like this is mm-hmm. not just a matter of like cutting through a mob, like they're going to be here and they will no sell you, and you cannot jump over them. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Um, after you kill him, uh, you can spare him or after you defeat him, you can spare him or kill him. Um, sparing him leads to another boss fight later, which I also skipped, uh, not necessarily <laughs> on purpose. Like I ended up killing him, but I just kind of was like, yeah. you know, it wasn't something I like sat down and put a lot of thought into, uh, because it did not feel like a, you know, it did not feel like a moral choice. And I did not really have the context to understand what distant was right really, or what, what the place was in the world. Like there's a little bit of unmooring that made me not consider this. Yeah, and okay, also I was like, okay, well, what would Wyatt do? Well, he'd probably kill the angel, right? Okay. Oh yeah. 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 If you're if you're doing an RP server, like one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unless the angel said, "Wait, 
<laughs> I know oh, where your crew is. Your crew. Uh, all hail the angels. Dot, dot, I dot. serve the angels. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Just, yeah, like, talk, angel, talk. <laughs> you got a lead on crew. I just, yeah, just like imagining like Wyatt walking down the street and just be like, yo, man, you need, you need crew? You need crew? Wyatt, you need help. And then just, yeah, just Wyatt. Like intervention <laughs> for Wyatt. Why don't you have a disease? Yeah, like, I would like, love to do the Wyatt intervention. Yeah. Uh, even though you'd have to look at his fucking chest. That's the thing. I, my, my intervention would be for him to put on a fucking shirt. <laughs> and then it would be about his crew problem. <laughs> so. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, uh, by beating Distin, uh, you uh, work your way into the Guardian Temple, uh, which is where the town of Ishk is. Ishk. Ishk. Yeah. Uh, and this lets you uh, resync the tram system, and now you can travel between all the major cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we want to talk to Elder Sezi down here because he may know about the crew. But there, this is also like a secret fifth faction uh, that is going on here. This like warrior race that Wyatt happens to be, you know, kind of half part of. Yes, which are just they just seem like humans with different jobs. Yeah. To me, like, I didn't really quite understand why this was a different, it, like, capital R race in it, a fantasy sense. Yeah, it's like, it's 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 a, it's a different clan more than anything. Yeah. 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 What are they called again? Uh, I've got it down here somewhere. It's something with whatever. a G, uh, like, Gearboo, I think. Yeah, Gearboo. The Gearboos. Yeah. Uh, which we're going to find out where Gearboo. Yes. Um, You know, so uh, we ask him, uh, you know, about the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he explains, you know, Ishk is part of this thing called the Guardian Temple. Uh, that the world has forgotten about. Um, he says, you know, I will tell you why the angels and demons still fight and send troops down here, but I don't trust you yet. Uh, <laughs> you have to go do a thing for me. Yeah. Uh, so you get your task to go down into the sealed temple and bring back his favorite hammer. Yeah. Um, this guy feels like he's from a different property or like an Easter egg from a different game to me. <laughs> like yeah. if this was a DLC, like it, like for, for another game, this guy would be very important. Yeah. No, and he he's real big into manip- manipulating you. Is, yeah, is is the thing. Yeah, uh, but this uh, but this guardian temple, like the the elemental alignment of this place is fire. Um, yes, and it's important because, like, okay, so the entirety of the city, like any place where humans live, it needs to have mana generators, um, you know, around to power them in order to uh, in order to heat. Uh, in this place, they only have one working mana generator left. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's it's going to die. Yeah. And I did not do the side quest to fix it. Not because I didn't want to. Uh-huh. I didn't know where they wanted me to go. Yeah. I, I did one step of it, and it did not lead me to the next step. Yeah. I ended up doing so. it, and the only thing you really get is that Ishk ends up not, you know, and like everybody in Ish gets to live, which is hardly yeah. a reward. Well, they, they go and move to other places, I think. Okay. If it if it dies, what do you do after you go back to, or after you like learn about it from the uh, the tram lady? <laughs> so you like she, she gives you. Stop? So there's 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 like a particular mana crystal that you already have that okay. you end up just kind of like going out and um I think if you just do a charge, do a charge attack, mm-hmm. it turns into a charge mana crystal, and then you just take it back to the back to the maintenance person down here. Okay. It's it's super simple, actually. Okay, yeah, I I just I talked to her and I didn't know what to do next. Yeah, um, I, mean, I just ended up charging my mana crystal. Yeah, it's so. simple in terms of what you have to do. It's not simple in terms of figuring out exactly what it expects of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and there, there's some, there's some definite like eye on the prize. Yes, going on here. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. 
there's a crew member down here, uh, Kante. Uh, she's that's my waiting. boy. <laughs> that's your, uh, that's the Michael Jackson person. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kante, yeah. uh, you know, wearing a fedora, <laughs> big loose pants, yeah. uh, you know, extreme, uh, to me, you know, written, written by a, by a Kickstarter backer, uh, very analytical and purpose oriented mentality, but lacks social experience, lacks a mental filter. So uh, he has few friends. Gets yeah. along with Wyatt somehow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I just tell it like it is. Yeah, telling it like it is, uh, but but confuses uh, enemies and stuns them, which I think is useful. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but uh, they were waiting for these two other crew members who went inside. So in addition to getting this hammer, we can also, you know, get our crew together. Get our fix. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is, this is a, a fire theme level with lots of moving platforms and spike blocks. Yes. Uh, and jets of flame that will stun lock you. Yeah. Um, it's real bad. Big deal in this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah being on fire it, is not good. Yep. It's a, it's a damage over time that lasts for a long time that hurts very badly. And it is a one hit leads to another kind of thing with fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, additionally, like we've kind of stopped seeing new enemies. Mostly what we get here is fire themed versions of previous enemies. So like, instead of being a gunslinger, there's going to be like a guy with a flamethrower. Yep. Flamethrower slinger. Yes. Um, so we, we find, uh, another crewmate, uh, Reezy, uh, who is chasing after a third one, uh, Davian mm-hmm. in order to help him with the demons. Yes. So we're looking for those guys. Yeah. Um, and we get to the back half of this area with these enemies that have glyphs over them, um, that get up when you kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is because there is a necromancer uh, yeah. around. Yeah. And, uh, and the necromancers are tanky and teleporty and irritating. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, no dungeon that we go to is not going to have these now. Uh, and generally, uh, you will find them in very large rooms where they're going to teleport as far away as possible. Um, and oftentimes, like, you have to leave that room to go up to the second mm-hmm. level of that place where they are, uh, leaving a room resets everybody. So, yeah, fun. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty irritating. Yeah. Uh, there's a boss here, uh, Jazerat, uh, mm-hmm. who is, uh, he ain't not real talky, which is good. Although Wyatt is annoyed that he's not talky. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> yep. Uh, I was just like, oh, come on. Wyatt. Like, nothing to say, huh? <laughs> like, I wish, dot, dot, dot. I, I wish I knew, <laughs> I wish I knew something about him. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Do you? Like, <laughs> uh, but on, this, Wyatt. this is Jazerac the Purifier. Um, and he is, uh, uh, like a, like a two headed demon kind of guy. Uh, this, mm-hmm. this is a good fight. Uh, it's very it's hard. <laughs> it's tough and the big thing i don't like that his weird flame tornado that he does in the middle yeah like this was good once i got to know it i don't like that the flame tornado in the middle stun locks you yeah and you it, so if you get hit by that like it just kind of felt like some mandatory deaths yes to me until i figured out exactly you know how to avoid that and where it's you know hit box was and everything or hurt box yeah once i got it i dug it uh-huh yeah, it just yeah, getting sucked into that flame tornado, like it's weirdly exactly like what happens in um oh gosh, Death's Gambit when you fight the soul of the phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. like exactly the same. The flame tornado in the middle of the uh and Death's Gambit came after this. So I'm not saying not saying no. there's any rip off that happened, but like it was just like yeah, no time really, really yeah, no time crimes happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh but uh like as you are dodging that you are also like trying to get between these flame spouts that are on the floor and also this boss is summoning uh like little like uh, portals that will shoot lasers at you from above 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is more about maneuvering than anything. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Uh, once you get past him, uh, you, you get the fire glyph from, so now we have fire mm-hmm. attacks, which the Metroidvania upgrade is like a fire falcon punch that can get through these stone walls we've seen. Yes. And we grab the hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, next to another cancel cooldown. So we now have two dodges. Yeah, which is really good, especially mm-hmm. if you've been up uh, investing points in those to make them recover faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we go back to Ishk and give Sezi his hammer, and he gives this real history of the world uh, and the war as it is. Uh, and this is a bunch of exposition that puts you on, you know, put, at least put me on firmer footing and what's going on here. So like, sure. Yeah, the case isn't just that Mergado, the evil daughter, right, attacked Valdis. Like, Valdis knew I made an evil daughter, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I should probably keep an eye out. The thing that was a problem is that Algith, the good daughter, teamed up with Mergado and attacked Valdis as well. Valdis did not expect that. And so that is the hook of the story. And it's really something like illustrates a problem i guess in game uh, narratives where the difference between like what happens and how it's conveyed yes because that that's a that's a fine idea uh-huh. like that that little story is kind of interesting um the way it's conveyed is not very interesting yeah I, I don't think that just telling us that from the elder is very good it's also treated as a reveal when you're told this later by valdis yeah in the ending which is really strange uh-huh. like oh i knew this you yeah. know like no i know that's an okay idea that like mm-hmm. You know, the uh, these good and evil monikers you've assigned to these daughters are basically meaningless because it's about power. Yeah. Like the the older daughter was nervous about you, the fact that you had power over her and wanted to overthrow you. You know, good is kind of fake. Yeah. Like good is a fake idea is kind of basically <laughs> what I was taking from this. Like, you know, calling something good, like good is an act. It's not a quality that you have. Right. Fair. You yep. know, good, good theme. Yeah. Uh, but the way it articulates did not work very well for me as far as getting across, you know, like an actual pretty good kind of emotionally powerful theme. Like yeah. I did not feel attached enough to anything mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. It also, you know, is a little bit undercut by the fact that angels are bastards everywhere. You know, yes. it's not like, Oh, you're from the surface. And we think that, you know, we think that the demons are the only, only thing worth fighting. Uh, no, like you're going after all of them. Like you're basically, a, basically both angels and demons are trying to subjugate humans. And that's why you as mercenaries are, you know, trying to take them out. Right. You're already convinced. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what like, if you had been like a priest or something, uh-huh. like there's no crisis of faith that happens as a result of this information. Like, yeah. Oh, they're both assholes. I knew yeah. Yeah, it's like, Oh my gosh, these, the, like these angels, like, why are they attacking? This is a huge mystery. Like, you know, somebody must have corrupted Algeth, right. Or yeah. like there's a chancellor who assumed the power, like we need to rescue Algeth. And then finding out, you know, over the course of the game that like, no, no, Algeth was never on anybody's side, but herself. And, you know, like, yeah. just the, the, you know, the things that you call, call angels and demons are just, you know, one and the same. And there's just a different name. Different kinds that, of monster. Yeah. Like that, that, that would have the, <laughs> the, that would have the impact that it needed as part of the story, as opposed to what is baked in here as just like, oh, like that's, you know, that that's just part of the world Bible that is, that, yes. you know, that, that is laid bare to laid bare to you right at the start. I don't. I don't think that would have been like an amazing story. I think. No. I think like a an anime influenced story where angels are bad. It's still my heart. <laughs> you know. I, I. I don't think that's that that interesting. But it would have been a story. 
Yeah. Like it would have fit the basic structure of a narrative with uh-huh. stakes and like a beginning, a middle, and end, and all those things that you want from a story. Uh-huh. As is, like we kind of start in the end point. And like earlier when you said this feels like a DLC for another game, that's really pretty apt, I think. Yeah. Like even in terms of the narrative, it feels like we are like starting with a uh, uh, status quo. Right. That would be the end status quo of something else. Yeah. Yeah, no. it just like you know, they're they're like there needs to be like stasis and anti-stasis, right? There needs to be an expectation that is subverted. There has to be a change that occurs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 the to the people involved, and and there is, but the changes that end up happening, you know, what is revealed about both Wyatt and Reina, um, like the implications of that are never really made clear because we never see Reina and Wyatt together dealing with anything we know nothing about yeah. the relationship or about the way they work together you know about like why the thing that is you know that that valdis tells them at the end uh like ha- like how that will actually affect their lives going forward yep yeah um they also say the uh gobni gobnio goibnio goibnio Get your naming a little bit better, <laughs> Fluffy Bunny uh, Productions or whatever. Like endless Guibanu, uh, stay, stay puffy. Uh, had a swordsmith named Moriara who crafted a weapon that cut one eye out of each of the daughters. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, the daughters fled the city. Uh, they now send their forces to fight this proxy war to recover their mother's soul. Right, soul is held far to the east in a city uh, in a sanctuary, but you need the divine key to get it. Mm-hmm. Says he says that they can make one, uh, but you need to bring them divine dust from mm-hmm. the engineer's palace. And the Mark of Valdis from the uh, Ziggurat. Yeah. So we're getting our, like, four Lord souls we have to go collect. Yeah, this is kind of the Anne Orlando uh, moment. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's worth mentioning about those eyes. Uh, uh, you can find bosses in these small optional areas. Uh, the You know, the eyes of Algus and the eyes of Mir- uh, Mirgeth. Uh, or Mir- Mirgato, rather. Uh, they are incredibly tough. Um, <laughs> they, they, they are incredibly tough optional bosses that I bounced off of incredibly hard. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I tried them as well, but did not beat them. Looked Same. up the fact that they are optional, and I was like, I, I would like to be mm. done with this game. I'm going to go fight the. Yeah, there's nothing. I need, I need a change of pace. Let's go fight a good boss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the last two bosses of this. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, but, uh, yes. Yeah. So there's some stuff to do. alone from the Blasphemous Collection. Yes. Of end bosses. <laughs> uh, like almost explicitly. Yeah. Yep. Because, because the, yeah. the background boss kind of, uh, kind, kind of thing that goes yep. on here. Um, so there are a couple of things you can do here. Uh, now that Sezi has the, uh, has the, the, the hammer, you can do some weapon and armor upgrades here as well. Something I love mm-hmm. about the weapon upgrade is you can make a choice at each level, like what you want to emphasize. So you're yeah. kind of like designing your weapon to match your play style. Cool, 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 and good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Um, this was also the first town where I engaged with this stuff. Like I had their emergence in the last towns, but I just yeah. also didn't have the 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 piles of upgrade materials to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. like in uh, in in one of them in Haruk, I think there's like a a, a blacksmith who special who specializes in celestial gear, and there's a blacksmith who uh, specializes in infernal gear. Uh, yes. They have like a little, uh, like a little rivalry, rivalry between each other. Yep. Yep. Um, on your way back, uh, you know, because if if you want to go back to the library, you're backtracking. Yes. Um, you can also just backtrack because you have more Metroid stuff. 
um, go to Tagram, um, and we see the elder is having this confrontation with his grandson, Ziggy. Uh, Ziggy wants to strike a deal with the angels right. and Wyatt comes in and says, actually, the angels won't honor this. Yeah. Uh, and then Ziggy transforms to attack and Adeline kills Ziggy. Yeah. This sucks because Ziggy is Adeline's brother. Yeah. <laughs> he was basically He's... getting ready to sell the entire town out to the angels. Oops. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Adeline is also really angry that her grandfather knew that uh, Ziggy was trying to do this. But, uh, you know kept it from her like hey we could have we could have stopped him at the start yep yeah. uh the elder also talks about the uh dome that's keeping the water out is getting more cracks every day yeah uh so the the city's days are numbered but also that you knew why it's father who you're looking for who is the son of moira the guibinu hero yes so this is in a very short succession we are learning that we're a guibinu and that the guibinu we're the son of the guibinu's hero right yeah we we, we are we are a scion of basically the people who we are a scion of the person who killed gods yes yeah. scion of guibinu now on kickstarter <laughs> uh names guibinu I, I i can't there's no charitable pronunciation because there's no we didn't talk about this there's not voice acting in this right game. right so we're making so guesses like, about a lot of these pronunciations g-o-i-b-n-i-u yeah what's the coolest possible way that string of vowels and consonants can be pronounced god god gob new <laughs> but also god gob new uh, maybe there's an i in there I Goib, <laughs> the eye <I> silent <laughs> if you don't if you don't like a pronunciation you just you just make all the all the bad letters silent and say it the way you I'm want just, to I'm going to say the G, the I, the B, and the I is silent. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's rough. I understand. Naming stuff is really hard. Anytime I've ever tried to, like, write something fictional, just, like, the name is always something that has a huge thing to get over. Uh, yeah. I think that a lot of this might actually have been have been settled by, like, bouncing it off of somebody and asking, hey, does this, yeah. does this hey, work? Is, is Goibnu cool? Yeah. <laughs> is that a cool, is Goibnio a cool uh, word? Right. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I've been writing for a long time without a break. I'll, I'll fix it. Yeah. Yeah. No, find a replace. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anywho, uh, we go to the mana crystal mine mm -hmm. now, uh, cause we're on our way to get that dust and do all that stuff to yes. get the keys. Yeah. You can punch your way through the, uh, the rock walls, uh, to get in here. And this place is full of these poison waterfalls and rivers, uh, along with these, uh, crumbling platforms, uh, that, you know, you can only stand on for a little bit before they go mm -hmm. away. Yep. Uh, mixes up the platforming a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the summoners are back and there are also these, uh, demons with flails mm -hmm. that pop up. They're dark coated. Um, but otherwise we're just dealing with normal demons yeah. that we've been fighting. Um, we get to this dark tunnel, and as we go through there, it starts to shake, and we push through into this larger arena mm -hmm. where Azudor is there to challenge you again. Yes, Azudor is back. Uh, he's the uh, remember the dual guy that we fought at the uh, like I think it was our first boss of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if we spare Distan, Distan will fight as well. Yeah, um, and I didn't spare Distan, so this ended up being actually a really easy boss fight. Incredibly easy. Yeah, it's like all right, you know, I'll fight yeah. you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but uh, he he kind of does the same the same tricks. Like he tries to get up real high and throw down fireballs. Uh, as far as I remember, he didn't actually summon any goons, so you just had mm. to like get up there and knock him down. Like I can see this actually being being really difficult because of um, 
uh, distant, if you had them around, uh, they would yeah. be kind of like right up on top of you the entire time while you were having the fireballs raining down. Uh, I like this. I, I like the fact that, you know, what seems like a moral decision actually has this big implication for a later encounter. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that, even though it's like the, what is the signaling here? Cause generally mercy is general is, you know, considered good, but it yes. makes it much harder for yourself. Yes. Which I generally like that uh-huh. as a thing. I wonder what the commentary is on it. I don't know. You know, in the game, I, I think it should be hard to do the right thing in a video game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, curious about that. Regardless of which, uh, you kill him. Uh, he seems to be dead. Mm-hmm. You get the uh, demon key and the mind starts collapsing. So we get this timed segment to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> like there, there are, uh, crew members that, uh, you can only get, uh, on your way back out. Uh, you, you, you rescue somebody named Ben McSteely. I, the Kickstarter backer. <sighs> yeah. The famous Kickstarter backer. Uh, yes. Ben McSteely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, so what's weird is like, there's a divine door here. I forget when you get the divine key. Uh, this area, it, it closes, it closes off forever because it all collapses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm sure there's a way to do it, mm-hmm. but I do not know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, so that must be gone forever. Uh, oh, yeah. here, here it is. You get the angel key by going and fighting a, uh, going and fighting uh, an optional boss. Yeah. No, I guess it's not Lozo. optional. Yeah. La, 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 uh, Lozo, Lozo, something like that. Uh, this is a night made of energy. Yep. Yeah. Who is fine. There's yeah. not a lot to it. No, no. It's pretty much just kind of a similar armor stamina bar kind of thing. Yeah. And then you can have that key to get through there, um, which is a way to uh, to get out uh, through the Western Skyway, which we mentioned. That's where the Yeti is at. Yeah, we would have. Uh, yeah, what would, would have blocked it there before? Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I ended up fighting the Yeti on the Skyway uh, okay. at some point. I don't remember if I did it here or earlier. Yeah, uh, and it was hard, but I, you know, yeah. just kind of pushed through. I th- so uh, I I ended up having to fight the Yeti over uh, in the east. He, he had hmm. gone away uh, pretty much because I went and fought him and was like, okay, like I'm actually not powerful enough to do this. Uh, didn't hmm. feel like. And so I went and did more game. By the time I came back here, the Yeti was gone. Hmm. Yes. Like my city was gone. <laughs> yeah. I was trying the, to figure the, the, out how to do was that. Gone. My favorite pretenders. Song. <laughs> my See, Yeti was gone. <laughs> I, so, so I could have just made the joke about the pretenders song, but because that song has such a strong, uh association with rush limbaugh i wanted to make a joke about that but it was too many steps what is the association with rush limbaugh it, it's it's the song that he uses as the intro it's like his theme song oh. yeah i've never listened to rush limbaugh i did not oh, know okay yeah no it's, it, it's, um, it's the rush limbaugh song oh that's unfortunate <laughs> yeah it's a good song <laughs> yeah so. boy that seems unfair i i feel like chrissy Hines should like stop that i i would imagine but she had hope so it's been Fuck. 30 years Please, Chrissy. <laughs> um it's unfortunate gotta put you back on the chain gang i I accept this um yeah anywho uh so as you're walking through the level you know you can fight the the, we'll talk about the yeti later yeah yeah. um there is a uh there's a boss room and this woman in an uh who's dressed up like a knight will call out to you Mm -hmm. and you fight a a boss called magus the hymnal Mm -hmm. uh here wow this is hard yeah this is pretty tough yeah um this introduces one of my less favorite um, like eventually got, this was a thing where it's like, I just got really good at fighting this, Yeah, you know, which is a very satisfying feeling. But one of the repeating tricks of this, in addition to summoning ads is there's a thing, there's a horcrux you have to beat that recharges. Yes. Um, I don't love that. And mm-hmm. it ends up being a real problem in the, uh, the penultimate boss fight. Yeah. 
but but here it's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, up, other than that, though, I think this is kind of good. Like it's multiple platforms. Yeah. Uh, knocking her down from different platforms and learning when it was safe to attack her and for how long was pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is also by this point, I had gotten the parry. And was integrating that into my boss fights. And the way parrying works in this is you do the repost automatically. Mm-hmm. Like if you parry, you will do this little rising like – or at least with the dual blades. Yeah. You do this little rising combo. It works similar with, uh, with, with with the main sword, which is what I stuck with, with the, the entire time. The regular blade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that thing, I would uh, – you're invincible when that's happening. Mm-hmm. So this, this was a big breakthrough for the combat working for me as well. Yeah. Like it was hard, but I had a really good time parrying her yeah and it should be noted like when i when i open up a like a you know conversation about a boss with like hey this is really hard that's actually not a bad thing in this one yeah it, you know because well, the bosses like, are good yeah the bosses are good like you have to rise to meet it and like even though like halfway through she summons this little angelic helper uh to come along mm-hmm. and you are you know covering a lot of ground to like chase her down uh with this like it, it just i don't know it felt fair if it, if it felt like a wrinkle that followed with the rest of her fight yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, I, 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 was, like, I like this. One. I was much less into. Did you end up having to fight the man of war? I, I like the man of war. Okay. I, I, uh, I fight the <laughs> uh, so man of war, I got fucked on the man of war. So that that's just a, an enemy. <laughs> I got fucked on I the got man fucked of war. war. <laughs> With my last cigarette. no i I got fucked on the man of war because like i left an area uh kind of beyond this to like go back to the town to get something and like okay like i just i'm real i just i i I hit a wall like okay i'm just gonna go do some upgrades and stuff and passing back through this arena you fight another enemy who's not really like signaled at all it's just a feral uh that pops up and the man of war it's like a gigantic uh jellyfish that cycles through all of these uh different spell attacks and it's always done in the same order um but like some of them especially the lightning basically Mm. will one it would one shot me the entire time and i thought that i wasn't going to be able to beat this game because i could not get through the man of war (laughs) to to get back up to the critical path because it was the only way to get up to where i needed to go Mm. i ultimately just kind of like put it down for a night and came back to it but it was hard yeah I think that I, I either just had more lightning resist or whatever. Like at the point I fought the man of war, I maybe had the uh, the lightning guarding spell uh-huh. uh, that you get the Metroidvania upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Um, or I just got good at dodging it. But like <laughs> the fact that he just does those four elemental things in order, yeah, became this very like uh, almost robotic order of operations thing. Like mm-hmm. in this mode, do this thing. In this yeah. mode, do this thing. Yeah. That ended up becoming very satisfying to yeah. me. It's like I need to make hay because the next two phases are going to keep me on the run. Yeah. yeah, and then that rhythm actually really worked for me in that mm-hmm. boss fight. Yeah, um, and the lore. What if a jellyfish? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, we uh, are into the sea. Uh, yeah. No, so true. <laughs> what happened was I left the engineer's palace without getting the thing I needed. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and so I had to go back up there because I was like, man, like, why isn't he making this key? Like, I better go back up there and explore because it's not really obvious what you have to do. You know, once yeah. you, you know, once you get the lightning power. Um, and I, I felt like I was locked out of getting back to getting back to this important thing. You know, I think I need to see the end of the game kind of, that I only missed because of really bad signaling. It felt like, I don't know, maybe yeah. I'm just trying to shift blame, but that's what it felt like to me. Regardless, no, that, I mean, it, that, it wasn't a problem. Hard. I came around on the, on the man of war fight. It was just hard. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. 
Um, after you beat uh, the Magus, uh, we get another crew member named Walter who does not like you. No, uh, that's fine. I, you know, I don't like Walter. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't like Wyatt either. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like any of these characters very much, honestly. Yeah. Um, so it's time to go to the Engineer's Palace. Um, this is the Electricity Zone, um, with precise platforming and uh, like this is where like mantling is weird because sometimes you want to hang on the mantle but not climb up because there'll be electricity on top of a platform. Yes. But not on the edge of it? Yeah, this is the dungeon where you have to learn that little half jump off of a mantle by yes. by nudging the by basically pressing the opposite direction. Otherwise, if you try and treat these mantling points like platforms, the electricity traps will shock you and knock you off. Yep. Yeah. Uh which is frustrating because mm-hmm. the the penalty is falling. Yeah. And starting over. Um pretty precise. Yeah. And there's also a really weird there's a boss here on the way that doesn't have a health bar or the cadence of a boss. Right. Which is this big signaling <laughs> fail because if, if something, if you're hitting something and there's not a health bar and you don't know that you're doing damage, I didn't know what to do. Right. Uh, this is, a, you know, this big armored angel thing and it says, oh, you killed my sister. Um, and uh, you're, you say like, which one is she? Oh, you angels look alike to me. I was like, no, it's the fat robot. <laughs> like, they don't look alike to you. There's no. some that are fat robots, some that are cherubs, uh-huh. some that are like, winking anime assassins there are some that are necromancers what do you mean they all look alike to you wyatt there's four types of enemy in this game like at the very least you can be bothered to memorize them yeah um i think you just wanted to say something that was like low-key racist, racist. against angels yeah. Yeah, like, Wyatt's just mad because they can use the word and he can't yeah like he's just like it's just this weird you know want to get a little racism in there and the fact that this is a like this is a pretty like bland boss fight and i didn't know that i was actually making progress i found this very frustrating yeah i ended up having to like go and look online to see what i was doing like about what i how to beat this thing yeah because the fact that it didn't appear to be taking damage made me think i was like there was a trick i needed to be doing uh-huh for it it's very frustrating yeah i'm looking at the at the boss page do, do you know what this thing's name is I can't remember. I knew yeah. at some point because I looked it up. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see anything that seems to match the description in the icons. Like Tagu's sister, uh, maybe something. something. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just named like somebody's somebody's sister. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, like like for me, I just kind of like hit this guy. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm 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 done. I guess. Which just, yeah. Which is weird that they didn't code this as a as a boss fight. It's a very strange move. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and he's like right before the final boss of this area. Um, you, yeah. you, you go through there and there's another angel here. Uh, this is Treyu. Mm-hmm. And she asks like, hey, why are you continuing this? Wyatt says, you know, I don't want to have my soul harvested to make more angels. This is kind of the first point in the mandatory story that we learned this. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense why somebody would not like the angels. They're harvesting from humans to to make themselves more powerful. We should have called these monsters something different. They didn't have all those <laughs> angelic connotations. Yeah. The, uh, like, yeah. Uh, uh, but but uh, this is kind of like this is the high commander of the angelic forces uh, who are, yep. you know, working for Algoth here. This is Treo. Yep. Uh, which is uh, an interesting fight. Like it takes place over four levels. And the, the zoom of mm-hmm. the camera means that there are like portions of this fight where like. I was on the bottom floor and she was up at the top and we just weren't really interacting. Yeah. Like, like I love Lucy. Like we had drawn a line down the game video game and like you stay on your side and I stay on my side. Yeah. Like it was just very weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and so like getting between the levels requires that she do that little mantle jump um, because the way up is trapped. 
um, not just with uh, platforms that will shock you, but also like, you know, horizontal lightning beams. I ended up like getting frustrated and kind of losing my patience with this specifically because I don't know, like it really annoys me when a boss says, okay, you can't do like for the, for this period of time, you cannot do damage to me. I'm gone. Bye. Yep. And that's a big trick here. It's also the meter uh, that she has is the the thing. And when she uh, pops up, this is when she like does like the beam of heaven thing at you. Right. Yes. Like she like zaps you with a with a beam, mm-hmm. uh, so you're constantly racing the clock yeah. on this as well. Like winding and damage you for it, that happens, and you have to kind of take a little time out. Yeah, um, it's a big uh, Isaac thing. Like me mm-hmm. and Will talk about that all the time. Like the worst bosses are ones that are just like I'm in Moon for a little bit. Yeah, um, it's not a great move, I think. No. Um, after you uh, beat this, uh, Wyatt gives this little speech about uh, how he's going to kill the angels and demons and reclaim the human souls. Um, until your, uh, until your power is so great that Murgato and Algoth are forced to face me for the first time in their lives. They will know fear. When I arrive at the doorstep of heaven and hell, the false gods will know death has come for them. <laughs> hey, Wyatt, um, you're sounding like a villain actually. Yeah. Which I, I, at first I was like pretty sure that's what I was going to go with. And there's some hints about that. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, like when you get to the ending about how like Wyatt losing control because he's designed to be this perfect bioengineered weapon. Yeah kind of thing uh you know but again i just it didn't feel very good to me i don't i it's it's hard to explain like it's this is one of those things like sometimes <laughs> we explain the plot of something on this show it sounds worse yeah you know like we're like hey you know i know this sounds dumb <laughs> like i know this sounds dumb but i assure you it's good right uh this is like the opposite yeah. like i know this sounds cool Mm-hmm. I assure you that in play, like maybe it works for you and I'm not trying to judge you if it works for you, but yeah, yeah. I found it pretty limp in execution. Yeah. Um, even if that as a, as you know, as a one sentence thing sounds pretty cool mm-hmm. to me, the track was not laid to get me involved in these characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like out of context, somebody laying down some biblical shit, <laughs> like, sure. like, like Jules from Pulp Fiction. Like, I don't know. I can be into that, but yeah, just yeah. here it's just say it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel earned. I don't know. It's yeah. really, it's, it's subjective. It just, yeah, uh, it, not do if, a lot if, if I was more invested in Wyatt, uh, it might have landed harder. Yeah. Um, here we get a lightning uh, spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Soul of the Warden, which allows you to put a little shield around yourself to make yourself uh, immune to lightning. Yeah. This used to also contain the double jump mm-hmm. in the early patch. So it had two Metroidvania upgrades. And the idea of casting a spell every time I wanted to double jump. Sounds really annoying to me. I and don't... tying my double jump to mana sounds Ugh. like a real boneheaded move. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare, actually. And also, like, guess what? You like here here is a spell slot you can't use anymore because it will always be dedicated to double jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. uh I'm happy that they made the change. Like you just go to the library and there's like a trainer there who will give you a couple of different uh a couple of different abilities, but the main one is the uh the double jump. Yep, yep. Um, those those abilities are actually very useful. You can yep. also get your combo uh, mm-hmm. to have an additional move, which is really kind of pretty key. Yeah, that's huge. Um, yeah. Next up to the Ziggurat. Yeah, because like we 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 use the lightning shield ability to get a hold of like the plans, like one of the components for this. Uh, yeah, the dust this key. Yeah, yeah, the dust or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we can go get the other key in the Ziggurat. Yeah. Um, you use the uh, ice tower and the demon key in order to get there from the Tagrim uh, derelict the district around there mm-hmm. and we meet Reina. Yeah. Uh, we've been looking for Hey girl. No, she's just been here fighting wave after wave of endless demons. Yep. Lots of demons. <laughs> yep. Um, of course, uh, we can come along and kill them. 
oh, no problems. Yeah, well, we're not yeah. locked in here. She had nothing else to do. Yeah, she was bored. Is it like, <laughs> see how many demons you can kill and then try to beat that number. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. But we direct her back to the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this place is a real pain. I had, like, there, there were some chambers in this that were incredibly frustrating just because there were enemies that were designed entirely to knock you off of platforms and down several screens. So you had to yeah. do a lot of, uh, do a lot of backtracking or like covering ground again. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, being knocked on several screens is very like, it's not an instant death, which would be annoying, Yeah, but it's not, uh, it's not the most interesting penalty for failure. Yes. For this. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like everything here, you know, basically it's just kind of the same environmental hazards and a lot of enemies that we've seen before just kind of coded to be magic. Uh, mm-hmm. and we can tell that because everything is purple. Yes. The color yeah. of magic. Yeah. Um, there's a really annoying room with the, uh, like the summoner necromancer guy mm-hmm. who's there um, because he, he's got these platforms uh, kind of floating in the air where he teleports around, but it's part of a two screen kind of, kind of zone. Uh-huh. So you get knocked down and then you have to start over. Yeah. Uh, over and over and over and over mm-hmm. like, against this fucker. The good thing is if you, do, if you get knocked down and die to the enemies down there, when you press retry, you're just back up at the top, so you can make, you can make another attempt to get past the mm-hmm. uh, the My Little Pony looking guy who uh, you know bucks you off of the upper platform. Yeah. So there's like some Mega Man style knockback in this game. Yeah. Um. Sometimes you'll hit the edge of something. It's actually the way the knockback works is really interesting. Mm-hmm. If you're on the ground, you'll actually hit the edge yeah. and stop. It's you only get knocked off platforms if you're in the air. Yes. And you go over the lip. Yeah. The lip the, is like a little invisible wall. The thing that's frustrating about this enemy, though, is that that doesn't um like it, it doesn't honor that. Like he he kicks you up into the air and knocks you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but even though this area is super frustrating, we get to my favorite boss of the game here. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Even though the uh, opening of it, I, I rolled my eyes at. Oh, well, you know. Um, <laughs> this is a, a winged red knight named Gurnot. Uh, and you are implied like this is, you know, like, oh, Gurnot, we meet again. Like whatever, <laughs> right. like transmedia thing. This was you know, all the lore they built for this. Uh huh. Um, like, you know, you know, like, tell me about my dad, Gurnot. I'll never do it, Wyatt. Yeah. You know, you've always been a punk. Like, they, they just do this, you know, kind of saber rattling. Uh, but Gurnot does say that your dad's still alive. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you fight. And it's a really good fight because it's a, basically a duel. It's somebody who has your you know, similar moves to you. Yes. Uh, he will block you. And so, like, you yeah. have to figure out the rhythm of your attacks in order to get through that. You've got to throw in uh, your strong attacks while also working working blocks into your own stuff and like the way that i did all of the damage to him was on parries yeah <laughs> like this gave me like sekiro feelings in a weird way yeah, yeah it's a good boss fight uh-huh really really good yeah uh um, the the thing his, that his bar is a timer yeah his, his bar is a timer uh, uh up to him so when it fills up he jumps up and makes a black hole and starts floating around shooting magic at you i think that previously the black hole was uh was instant death oh wow yeah based on based on what i've based on things that i've read about him uh now mm. though it's just a it's a thing that Hurts. does a little bit of damage to you but also like moves you out and exposes you uh like it makes it harder to dodge yeah mm. yeah. yeah uh but gurnot is a super fun fight 
Really good fight. Yeah. Uh, when you kill him, he laughs and says, your demon blood will take over soon enough. What the? I thought I was a Grimyrba boy. <laughs> I was a Guiba bope. I'm a Goibnu. I'm a Goibnu. I'm not a demon. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and this gives you a soul that lets you cast Infernal Magic. Yeah. Uh, including this warp thing, which is an interesting Metroidvania yeah. thing. Um, I like this uh, Metroidvania uh, move. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that both this and Axiom Verge have kind of a version of this almost. Yeah. Where you send something out and then teleport to its location. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty neat. Yeah, I like this. You know, yeah. the, and there are a couple of places that you pass where it's like, oh, that 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 horizontal corridor is lined with spikes. How would I get through here? It's it's with this power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, we can use this to get the mark of Valdus, which we can combine with the dust mm-hmm. to get the key. Yeah, you return to the Ishgelder and like, hey, you know, I'll go, I'll go kick it while you craft this. And he's like, oh no, I've got the key right here. I just wanted to test that you were worthy by sending yeah. you out to get this, which on one hand is irritating, but also like by proving that you could get by by proving that you were tough enough to fight all the stuff to get these things. Basically, the leader of the angelic and demonic forces is like oh i'm actually i like i wouldn't be throwing this key away key away by giving it to somebody who's going to die immediately when they get over there yeah yeah i in uh, i never want it to be part of a narrative that somebody has tested yes like basically ever again I, I don't think that's something that feels very like rings very true to me yeah you know like oh the world is in balance but we have to make sure you're worthy so we're mm-hmm. gonna go send this plucky, like that is the thing that happens in stories all the time, but I don't think it's very interesting. Yeah. And it just feels so weird and fake to me. It takes me out mm-hmm. of a story. Yeah. Um, I bet it's a trope I would like to not see. Yeah. So Agreed. um going to the sunken prison on our way to the uh, sanctuary to do the end game the, the, there um, are there few, two there are a few ways to yeah. do this like you could go through this place called the tainted laboratory but i yeah. like you don't have to yeah and, and this and, also is on our way like those two optional eye bosses we mentioned right right are are the, uh, basically at this stage of the game if we want to go fight them yes yeah yeah uh but like i went through the sunken prison I mean, kind of because it seemed like it would be a shorter area than the taint, the yeah. tainted laboratory. And trust me, a place called the tainted laboratory, like that is coal catnip. So, and I guess in a general way, like we, you know, some of the environments in this game do look good, but uh-huh. it's not. And this is a thing, you know, again, uh, preview for next week is also a problem I have with Val, uh, Axiom Verge mm-hmm. is there's not really like, you know, what is the tainted laboratory going to have that suggests the tainted laboratory? Yeah. Using the uh, level building blocks of Valda's story. Lots of tubes in the background from what I saw. Yeah, like maybe maybe a couple tubes. Yeah. You know, but nothing like cool. Like when I think of Tainted Laboratory, I want to come in and see like experiments halfway done. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I want I want environmental storytelling. Mm-hmm. And both of these games just have kind of a building block that they build levels out of that have no sense of place. Right. Like Axiom Verge, every once in a while, I have a big cyclopean statue of something that looks awesome. Yeah. But most of the areas are not 
a place where anything happens. It's just what if there was a cave where there were monsters? Yeah. And Story has the same problem. Like most of these areas are effectively a cave with monsters, even though sometimes they might have, you know, some grass in the background. Yeah. Or something like, I, you know, there's I did also was not did not go through the Tainted Library. I was not excited about it because I wanted to see like Aldia shit. Yes. And we weren't going to get Aldia shit. No. You know, I just didn't think the game was going to do it. What is this? Some kind of tube? Exactly. Like even Kingsfield. One had like Aldia shit. Like you go in there and there's like <laughs> yeah. people in tubes who are begging for their lives. Like that's what I need. Yep. <laughs> you know, if, if you're going to give me a tainted li- laboratory, like give me somebody in a tube begging to be euthanized. Yeah. It's all I ask. You can't help them. Well, you can't yeah. help them, but you can't help them. The only help is the sweet release of death. Let me yeah. make that decision. I'm Dr. Sleep, baby. Let me euthanize, baby. <laughs> I'm euthanized, baby. Um, <laughs> oh, God, no. It's like a, like a, like a weird little, uh, how about said kaiju, but what I meant is yokai. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a, gig, a, gi- a yokai, gigantic <laughs> baby. A gigantic baby. Yeah, no like zombies in my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Just pulling yeah. plugs left and right. Oh, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can pass through the, uh, the library and the lost garden, uh, to get to the sunken prison. For me, there was a boss, a boss fight down here, uh, a reskin of the Yeti called the Raven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I which, thought this as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it was, which the, is also looks like a moth. Yes. We didn't talk about that. The Yeti is dressed up like a moth. And now that's a Raven, it's dressed up like a moth as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny that the reskin of the, the Yeti that's called the Raven is actually looks like a moth. Yeah. Very, very uh, strange. It's, it's hard to get a beat on what the ferals are. Um, and you saw a bunch of ferals in it. Not, not terribly difficult. Just kind of a, a speed bump on the way. Um, yeah. uh, the, the, the prison just kind of seems to be a little bit of an end boss or kind of a final exam about the time switch doors. Were there anything? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then you fight uh, the actual Yeti itself here. If you didn't fight it before. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, which I, I had bought before. Uh, it's basically the same as before. Mm-hmm. Um, but afterwards we see that he has been eating angels and demons. <laughs> cool. So. Okay. So we, uh, we understand how the ferals fit into this ecosystem a little bit it's because he was still hungry after eating the da vinci code so (laughs) yeah um (laughs) uh so now we're in the sanctuary baby yeah i'm sanctuary baby uh so uh right inside the entrance of this we find moira remember moira yeah she's the 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 hero of the goibnu the smith who made the blade um and she's kind of been waiting here between life and death um Mm -hmm. and she says hey um, if we bring her the teaching of life blade, she'll teach me more. And I'm like, nah, we got a God to find. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I did not do the life blade. No. Yeah. Sadly. Yes. Um, instead I got to this chamber where you kind of do a boss rush, mm-hmm. of previous bosses, but where the other, uh, playable characters join you. This is cool. I like that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Like I was just like, oh, this is pretty fun. Like, mm-hmm. and if if you know, it, it'd be more cool if I was attached to the characters, of course. Mm-hmm. But as is, just the novelty of of this genre and this system fighting alongside a teammate was really yeah. neat. Yeah, I thought it like it kind of made me wish that I encountered them more, like on their own little adventures. Kind of like yeah. to give hooks for you know, oh, this is where you would meet them. I'd like do like a Resident Evil two kind of thing, right? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, but as it stands, it's still real cool. Uh, to fight alongside them here, even if it is like it's not really a difficult thing, you know, this is no. mostly like a cutscene that you're able to interact with. Yeah, there's nothing like you know, you fight that big ice dragon again. Yeah, and yeah. it was really easy the first time, and now with help, it's easier. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So so pretty easy. Um, as you you get through this though, you get to this larger chamber where the strange looking woman appears, who is a feral. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's here to protect the soul of the mother, and she'll eat you to do so. And this is now we're entering the death slog. Of, yeah. uh, the two worst bosses in the game, Ooh, uh, uh, an enemy and true an enemy. Mm-hmm. It, we're not saying an enemy, like it's an enemy, no. like the uh, like the sea creature at the bottom of the yep. bottom of the ocean. Uh, yeah. yeah. So she's big. She's relentless with her combo attacks uh, when she's even on the field. Uh, yeah, but the, the, this mo- first one is was well, the first one's about the size of you. Like it's not she's not that big. Right. She's like chonky, but she's not like a screen filling boss because. We're going to run into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she just walks back and forth and does combos, uh, but her gimmick is, uh, you know, combos and AOEs. Mm-hmm. The gimmick is that she will go into a cocoon, and then when she is in a cocoon, uh, she will uh, heal. Like mm-hmm. Two crystals will pop up, and she will summon a bunch of enemies, which you have to kill before she gets out of the cocoon, mm-hmm. and you have to go knock out those crystals so they don't heal her. Yes. This is like, this takes like 20 minutes. <laughs> yep. Like, I hate this. Yeah. Uh, it's not very fun. I, I really don't like it when a boss like heals. Uh, yeah. I, do, I do not like it either, especially when they're invincible. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just going to stay in a little cocoon and be invincible, and I have to do this little platforming and fight enemies I fought, like, a yeah. million times. If they're going to heal, let me be, like, you know, let, let me stop it. Like, make it, like, uh, oh, gosh, Vicar Amelia, right? Sure. And even don't do that, because that wasn't <laughs> great. Like, just just don't have their boss heal. Yeah. You know, it's very annoying for for this boss to turn invincible and make me fight a bunch of ads. Yeah, yeah. And go to this crystal. I ended up multiple times during this boss. I ended up being doing the ludicrous thing of standing where I knew the crystal would spawn, uh-huh. and just waiting. You know, you're safe there. Uh huh. Like no, nothing's gonna get you there. Just standing there waiting for the crystal to spawn because I'm like, it's about due. Yeah. And then smashing it so, <laughs> you know, she couldn't she couldn't do anything. Yeah. So so she so. she wouldn't undo your progress through this very very long fight. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, after fighting this boss for the length of time it takes to watch a simpsons rerun yes Uh, you're finally able to get through (laughs) and they they save the worst for last um you know you you get through this go to the next room we find uh the giant living body of valdis this Uh, is is news yeah like we thought she was dead it's news the scale is nice yeah you know she addresses us she says she's the one who sank the ship and brought you there because she can't hold off her daughter much uh much longer right um she doesn't know where your father is uh she sent your father out to retrieve reina right who is valdis's daughter dun 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 yeah and, and so the like valdis <laughs> valdis is talking to you and reina here is like wait a minute what yeah, yeah me <laughs> don't you're not the protagonist no go, no go, go sit down we're love interest yep backseat <laughs> protagonists are talking we'll, we'll see we'll see how this plays out when Next i game. yeah when, when, when i play as you when i play as the td demon we'll see how this plays out when i play as the fourth character td demon <laughs> yes with uh rivers cuomo's haircut oh jeez yeah. uh but yeah. yeah uh rain is the neutral uh, you know the the, the neutral daughter Valdis kind of used her remaining energy to make to make Reina uh, basically understanding okay maybe making a good daughter and an evil daughter was bad like what yeah. if we just made somebody with potential and they had to earn that right yeah like basically you know if you earn the power you will be you will be less likely to abuse it like the others did yeah yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, this is, you know, she says, you know, Wyatt, this is what you are. Like, you are meant to serve as armor for Reyna because uh-huh. they will just try to destroy her. This is what you're bred for. Yeah. So that's why Wyatt is half demon and half Goibnu, basically to be a perfect <laughs> combat machine. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, Velda says, you know, the daughters are fighting over nothing because my mm-hmm. power is fading. And when I actually finally die, the shield is going to fade and the city is going to be reclaimed by the ocean. Yeah. So all those people you saw, they dead. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, we did not talk about true anemone. Did you not fight true anemone? Uh, it's a, it's at the end after you do the, uh, the long climb. Oh, up. you're right. It's after yeah. the escape. For some reason, I thought it was before the escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're correct. Yeah. It's at the top um, of the, uh, yeah. at the top of the escape. Uh, so you do, you do a Metroid escape. You do an explicit Metroid callback escape mm-hmm. as the city is crumbling. Yes. Uh, this was fine. It's not especially difficult, except I accidentally did a cancel in the middle of a jump, which meant that oh, I yeah. stomped all the way back to the beginning. Cool. <laughs> with like 20 seconds left to get to the top. Sweet. Yeah. Um, when you get to the top, you fight the the worst. You know, you thought we fought the worst boss in the game. Yes, uh, there is time still mm-hmm. for true an enemy. Um, so this, I, it's hard to describe exactly how much this sucks. Yeah, I, I think this is a really bad boss fight. Yeah, so um, lots of HP, very few opportunities to actually do damage to this. Um, yes. and you have to do a lot of set dressing to even make her vulnerable. Uh, and everything that you do to, you know, every step that you take can basically be undone. Like it's on an yes. incredibly short timer. She can heal. Uh, this is, you know, she takes a big background sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea is that she is constantly shooting like beams in from all directions. Like yeah. little, little projectiles are coming in from everywhere. And then she has tentacles and you hit these tentacles, uh, which causes them to kind of like take a knee. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> they just fly, they fly now and turn into a, turn into a platform into a platform. Yeah. Uh, and then you, uh, climb up and hit her in the face enough to where mm-hmm. you go into her second phase where she's vulnerable. She creates two big arbitrary you know, firestorms off the right and left of the screen mm-hmm. that you can't go into yep. and then sends uh, out beams that you can reflect into her face. Yeah. It's like these like flying magical seal kind of things. And roughly repeat this 10,000 times. Yeah. Like this is, she has so much HP. Mm-hmm. Um, your opportunities to kill her are so limited. Yeah. Uh, eventually she starts on the right and left creating this big crystal mm-hmm. and the crystal will heal her. Uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, unless you kill it fast enough, it eventually became a priority for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> because I was just did not want my all my work to be undone because my work was taking a million years. Yeah. Like this, this really sucks. Yeah, it's incredibly demoralizing. Um, to just to to attack something and see how little damage you do in yeah. in relation to the rest of it, and understand that okay, it would be one thing if. You know, each attack just did that little. It's a completely other thing that you have to do all of these steps to even get to the point where you can do that little shred, do that little yeah. shred of damage. Uh, it's a lot. It, it's a lot. And it's just like this prolonged endurance test, you know, of of playing, you know, without taking damage to, so you can figure out, you know, it's not actually that hard. Right. Which it almost makes it worse, mm-hmm. you know, in this weird way, because it, it just means that like. Okay, I can avoid most of this stuff. I just have to go through these tedious steps, yes. like over and over again. It's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like I, I found this 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 boss very frustrating. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah. Uh, once you uh, you you get through this, you know you you fight you beat it. Uh, there you you throw the seals up into the the face, and we get the ending. And mm-hmm. in the ending, Wyatt is overpowered by his demonic side very briefly. Uh, just in, to do the killing blow right. on an enemy. Um, and they uh, make it to the surface. Uh, Wyatt gets chastised 
you know, by his loss of control and he resolves to, or he chastises himself, mm -hmm. uh, resolving to protect Reyna forever. Yeah. Because yeah. he understands that they have the ability now. They've got what they need to bring the war to an end. That Algeth yeah. and Mur Murgato are not going to be reigning, you know, reigning yeah. supreme for long. Every time I read the Murgato, I kept thinking of the Delgados. <laughs> like Algoth and the Delgados. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's the, that's the end of Elda's story, which I wish really wish ended with a way stronger streak. Oh yeah, like stuff. like in a game that like all of the boss fights have been good up to that point, or most of them have been yeah. good and interesting to have them like step on two rakes in a row, um, you know, and have those rakes block you from the ending. It's really disappointing, right? To see, yeah. ah, you just you just you you, you fell off like at, at not... the worst possible time. It's not necessary, right? To a, to have done it that way, I feel like, and it, it's, you know, even just down to the narrative stuff that's happening, like, there's not, uh, we're not going to keep spending time here with, with these characters, no, you know, like they they talked about on their website, like doing more stuff with these characters and this kind of transmedia property, but like, this feels like such a weird middle chapter of something, like I this sets something up, yeah, like now we have Reyna, the you know the goddess's daughter, and Wyatt, the perfect genetically engineered knight. To a sister, also a titty demon and a nerd with a gun. And the four of them are going to like, you know, go through and, and do like stop this war. But yeah. it's like we took this little sidestep into this underwater city that like mm -hmm. at no point felt underwater. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, it just it doesn't it feels kind of like made up by an AI yeah. in some weird way. Like it's not very cohesive, I mm -hmm. think, yeah. as an experience. And like as much as I really liked the fights in this game, mm -hmm. I liked fighting. Uh, even like as, after a fashion, like the character build system, even though I didn't like uh, how the economy fed into it. Mm -hmm. So it ended up being like looking, sitting down and looking forward. Like the, the, the thing this makes with, with Axiom Verge, uh, the, the difference for me and, and, you know, you don't have to be on the same page and nobody listening to this has to be on the same page. Axiom Verge, when I think about it, I would want to play it, but I would set down. And then when I was playing it, I would not want to mm -hmm. this when I would think about it, I would not want to play it. But when I sat down with it, I was actually like having fun moving around. Yeah. It, but neither of which ended up being like great. Like they're all, they're both very seriously flawed to me. Like neither mm -hmm. of which is a, is a unrestrained slam dunk. Yeah. Uh, for me. Yeah. So, I, I don't know that I have an awful lot to add in terms of, in, in, in terms of like final summations. I feel like I've, I've, I've praised the things that I need, that, that I need to praise. I agree. This does feel, you know, real, really, really good, um, in your hands when you're fighting. Um, and you're doing it quite a bit. You're just not doing it enough. I think that just yeah. like as a whole, the you know the lack of cohesion is a really important thing to point out with this. I think it, it's very incohesive, and it is full of like this might be. I can't remember what the other game was, but there's another game that we talked about for the show where I was like, this might be the objectively sloppiest thing that I actually like. Yeah, uh, on this because this is I do like this game. I like. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I played it. Yeah. Um, it's really sloppy. Mm -hmm. Like it. It is really weirdly like not super coherent in storyline or economy. It's very messy. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's, but I still end up liking it. It has mm -hmm. kind of like a shaggy charm to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I actually, it's not very long. Like I would recommend people who like character action or Metroidvania, check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, but set your expectations appropriately. Yeah. I think. It's, it, it's at the very least, it is an unexpected combination of elements specifically yeah. in the play that I think is worth is worth looking at and paying attention to. I'm happy that I played it. I had no idea about this until Tara talked, talked with us about it Same. at, um, at, uh, yeah. um, 
uh, PRGE. PRGE. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's, it, it's good. I kind of want to like playing this just kind of made me want to play beautiful Joe again, actually. <laughs> it, it did for me, even though the last time I tried that, I bounced off it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this is actually the level of, uh, fussy combat mastery I want, even mm-hmm. though I don't like the grading bit. Because this is not nearly as hard as Beautiful Joe. Yes. Like Beautiful Joe grades you and is also incredibly demanding. Yeah. I think that the, the, the triumph or like the best thing that Valda's story does is that even though it has that shitty kind of poor, poor like reward structure, mm-hmm. it really does kind of you can have fun at all skill levels. Yeah. And that is something that I've discovered is really necessary for character action. Like I don't want to try to like beach myself up onto a bar like a whale and get over it. I want to be able to be kind of sloppy and still make forward progress. Yeah. Which I could do in this. I could do that in God hand. Yeah. I had a much harder time doing that in Bayonetta. Mm -hmm. I had a much, much harder time doing that in Sekiro. Like I think I I want to be able to play kind of shitty and get to the end and barely make it and have that be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same. You know? Yeah. So, uh, decent game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Um, you know, like, like this is never a mitigating factor, uh, but the fact that it was made by, so it cannot be a mitigating factor for like the analysis of this as a product or as a or as a work. It is impressive that two people made this. This is very big and very complex. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, really, really impressive work. Yeah. In, in that respect, same, you know, same thing with Salt and Sanctuary, right? Which like yeah. I put this basically the same same kind of tier. Yeah. You know, yeah. Salt and Sanctuary is like way way longer, but they're both games that I have fun some fun with and have huge problems with. Mm-hmm. Um. But also made by really small teams in a way that is impressive. Yeah, you know it's so. it's it's worth an attaboy at least for that. Even if I, you know the the things that were problems were still problems. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If you have anything to say about this, hit us up by March fifteenth mm-hmm. at DuckFeed TV dot uh, slash contact. Yes. Um, also, if you have anything to say about Axiom Verge or The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, yeah, I'm imagining we're going we're going to get a lot of people writing in about Ocarina of Time. Uh, I want to uh, take this opportunity to put out a little reminder. Uh, we tend to uh, favor kind of comments that are a little bit more brief, uh, just in terms of you know, like uh, brief and specific. I think are what we're looking for primarily with us: brief, specific, and novel. Um, you know, we do edit those down, uh, just if, when you are writing it, you can say like, yeah, two paragraphs is good that, Mm -hmm. that, that will make our job easier. And it will, I mean, for your sake, it will reduce the likelihood that we cut out something that might be important to the point that you're making. Yeah. Specificity is hugely important actually. So like, you know, what I would like to avoid for that is just reading, a dozen reviews of Ocarina of Time. Yes. Like, I, I don't, I don't think that's, you know, that that's something you can find everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think that a, a really, you know, a better thing would be like, Hey, the first time I played this, I had this memory or, um, you know, this specific part held out, stuck out to me because it made me feel this. Yeah. Yeah. Like specificity, hugely important for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the month after that, we're doing uh, Luigi's mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're doing legend of Grimrock too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time, mm-hmm. and, and then, Wolfenstein, the New Colossus. Yeah, that is our ooh, the, 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 the that is the premium episode for that month. Just like uh, Ocarina of Time is the premium episode for this month. You can get a hold mm-hmm. of all of those by being a uh, being a patron. Yep, which we recommend. It's a good ass time. 
Yeah. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Get a bunch of bonus stuff, tons of bonus shows, too much stuff to list. But if you go to fivebuckducks.com or tenbuckducks.com, you can get uh, a big list of everything you get at those respective tiers. Yes. And so. we thank everybody who has done that so far. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. I think so. Yeah. So we appreciate you. And uh, we will, uh, until next time, what should uh, people watch out for, Cole? Uh, they should watch out for Wyatt. <laughs> Walks around farting all the time, all those dot, dot, dots. For, the shirtless farter has logged on <laughs> to Under the Sea. <laughs> like, I just like it. The shirtless farter has logged under. <laughs> <laughs>